Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And stay the fuck out of California! We have fighter NATOs up in here. <laughs> up in here? Up in here. Y'all gonna get roasted out. <laughs> up in here? Up, up in, in here. here. Yeah, and if you're not careful, you could also get the plague. So we uh, maybe just don't come here. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> let's just hope that fire nados and plagues don't, don't unite. Don't hook up. Yeah, like just, a fire yeah, plague nado. Fuck and just make a plague nado. That's just like a like a doomsday nado, right? Like it, you're all fucked. Everyone's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty much all of California's on fire. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that's normal, but this year's already been so bad. I think we were all kind of like, maybe yeah. it won't happen. Well, it came from. <laughs> thunderstorms i know in instead the of, middle of the fucking summer instead of the usual like i threw a cigarette out my window so i guess it's slightly better it's slightly <laughs> biblical shit going on now we're like yeah. god like like lights mm, a bush or no. whatever the fuck it is this state should not exist anymore let's just get rid of it <laughs> uh yeah it's a real bummer and it's hot as fuck everywhere too not just here where it usually is super hot yeah we used like, to get the we used to be able to brag about yeah it. like oh yeah it's the hottest part of yeah. california i remember the first time i was hot as fuck in the summer <laughs> and or, then whenever people complain yeah like people are like oh it's 92 degrees i can't believe how hot it is okay whatever fucking pussy shit yeah now it's like 192 degrees for them yeah <laughs> 192 <laughs> Yeah, I was realizing the other this weekend that the fucking thermometer thing that came with our house mm-hmm. in the backyard, like it goes up to 140, and I was like, who the fuck needs that? We don't live in Death Valley. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, we're getting pretty close there, so maybe people do need that. I don't know. This is insane. And then they're like, oh, well, you have to conserve electricity, so you got to start, like, not using the AC. You should set it to 85. Are you, is this a fucking joke? Who can, like, reasonably, comfortably sit at a temperature of 85? How are, is PG&E serious when they're writing those emails? I don't get it. Maybe they're just spewing jokes to each other. They just, they're just laughing. And they accidentally yeah. send it to they're everybody. They're like, ha, 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 let's see how many people listen to this. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely uh, not like the good old days. Where you can blast Arctic temperatures. Uh-huh. Fan yourself with a VHS tape? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to go to Oregon for that. Oh. Okay. Specifically Portland. Okay. Bend? Oh. Specifically Bend. Okay. Tell me more. Who knew there was more than one city in Oregon? <laughs> I think everyone that lives in Oregon. And maybe Washington. But most other people probably not. Well, I thought they were too busy with their <laughs> riots to realize... Are you aware that there's still a blockbuster open in the world? I just learned this. Yes. I mean, I knew about it, but I I thought it was like in Alaska or some shit like that. (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere they actually need them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Somewhere they don't have internet. Yeah, they got the corporate email. Uh, We're going to be closing our stores. They're like, oh, no. No, we're not. (laughs) We make a lot of business here. Yeah. Year round. Especially in the porn section. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The, uh... Fucking nature was a is a huge hit. Yeah, seems legit. <laughs> so Bend, Oregon, has the last blockbuster still in existence, apparently, and it is now being turned into an Airbnb. Yeah, I read about this. Uh, it's 
I still am not clear on if it's temporary. It seems to be temporary. It would have to be temporary. Yeah. I don't I wish, know. I wish it wasn't. Like, if you had like a, it's basically like a theme park. If they were just like, yeah, this is now an Airbnb that you mm-hmm. can book at any point ever. Mm-hmm. You can go there for like fucking birthday parties. You can do bachelorette parties. You can do all kinds of crazy shit. You yeah. rent it out for fun events. Yeah. But they're only doing it for three nights, September 18th, 19th, or 20th. And you only get one night per booking, which allows up to four people. Yeah, it seems like there's going to be, like, really high demand. I'm this. assuming it's already sold out. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> because also, uh, it only costs $4 a night, like, per booking. Yeah. Did movies even cost that much? Or little, I should say? No. I feel, I like feel like movies are way more expensive The lowest I ever remember paying for Blockbuster was, like, when I had, like, a, I don't know, it was, like, a coupon or, like, a deal. Mm. And it was, like, five they'd, bucks. They'd have, like, a dollar fucking, you know event thing every once in a while i'd say yeah but it was usually like you rent one movie you get another for a dollar or some shit right i don't know something like that yeah. but they did have like times where it was like oh on you know like happy hour type shit i feel like they oh had. yeah that's true uh not that you could ever find the fucking movie you're looking for i know oh the new movie just came out that everybody wants we yeah. had four copies and they're all in the trash yeah yeah <laughs> or they're in the wrong case yeah so this is a, a Full-on Airbnb filled with 90s nostalgia. Yeah. It looks uh, really cool. That most people who would be in a situation where they want to do Airbnbs don't even know what the fuck a blockbuster is. Exactly. Uh, did you look at the pictures? It looks really cool. There's only, like, I think one or two pictures in this article, but mm. it looks really fun. They've got, like, a, a couch situation, like, a TV on the wall. It's, like, straight up, like, made up to be looking like a living room from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Unfortunately. What's going to stop people from, like, booking it? Because they say one one night only yeah. per booking, right? Yeah. What's to stop your friends who are doing it with you the first night to book the second or the third night? So they just have all three nights to Probably yourself. nothing, but you would just be, like, it would have to be a highly orchestrated event That's to true. get the tickets. Really, really good timing. Yeah. Be like, okay, you're on this night, you're on this night, and I'll be this night. Yeah. And we'll all try for it. <laughs> Which would be really... Awesome, but... Yeah. You think they're going to have late fees? <laughs> yeah, if you want a late check-in, they're like, okay, that'll be another yeah. $20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, for the theoretical money we lost yeah. from not checking somebody else in for the yeah. last 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, man. The good old days for blockbusters and not being on fire. Why don't we <laughs> jump into this business? Because there's obviously only one. There's going to be much more demand in these right. three nights. yeah. Let's make a Hollywood video. There you go. And we'll compete with them. Smart. We could open up right next door. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll <laughs> we'll do it for three ninety nine. Yeah. A night. Yeah. And we'll ha- be able to have five people per booking instead yeah. of four. Just like one up them in every way. Yeah. And yeah. we'll have like candy that they can purchase yeah. next to the register. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a vending machine. <laughs> Ten dollars per candy. Oh no, I'm yeah. gonna be there at yeah. the register the whole oh, time. Just the whole time they're there, yeah. Okay. Every time they come up, yeah. Can I get this? Sorry, we're closed. <laughs> then why are you here? We've been closed since 1998, <laughs> or whatever the fuck year they all. Closed I feel like down. it was 2000. Something. It was probably like early 2000s, but yeah, because I remember going there still in high school, and I didn't graduate till '05, so. Okay. It was probably like 04 or something like that. Okay. Anyway. Well, I guess fuck me and my joke then. Oh. 
It was still a good joke, though. You know there's going to be a lot of fucking going on in this blockbuster, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. There's going to be some serious cleaning needed. Do they have, like, actual shelving with random-ass movies on it? Like, you're actually in the store, or is it just, like, has a sign that says blockbuster, and then everything else is, like, designed like a hotel room? That's a good question. And will you have access to a bunch of movies? I mean, that would be... I would hope so, but maybe not. Like, obviously, 90s movies, 80s, yeah, 90s movies. They should. I didn't see Or apparently up to 2005. Yeah, what happens if there's, like, a bunch of VHSs and then, like, the first night somebody just, like, rips them all apart? Like, the the VCR eats them. Ooh, yeah. Or they don't have a VCR included. <laughs> the fine print was you had to bring your own VCR. Yeah. <laughs> you had to go to Goodwill and get one. Yeah. Because nobody sells them in stores anymore. <laughs> Hell, nobody throws them away anymore. That's, that's how that's how rare they are. True. Anyways, blockbuster, still trying to survive. They, they still have a streaming service, right? I think they uh, have a streaming. At least they tried to have. A I know streaming they tried service. to, but I don't know for sure. That's what they should do. They should make it like a. Like they should stream a live feed of the people staying in the blockbuster, mm-hmm. and then make it like a horror movie kind of thing where they're getting har- on. harassed. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not sexually, of course. Right, right. Just, you know, deathly. <laughs> Got it, yeah. Make a whole genre of this. Yeah. <laughs> Inside of Taco Bell. Yeah. But speaking of blockbusters, the, the highest paid actors in blockbusters for this year came out recently. Yeah. Apparently they go from June to June, which is an odd thing, but I guess it's about scheduling with Oh. Movie releases, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. I assume it's because of the summer. Anyways, uh, Dwayne Johnson, back-to-back high-grossing uh, paid actor. Oh, yeah, because he was the winner last year, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, not to take away credit, been a bit slower of a year. Yeah, true. And he's been in, like, a lot of big movies at the beginning of the End of last year, beginning of this year, That's right? true. So. Fair. That's a good point. It probably is just kind of looking very similar to last year because there's been a weird thing going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Here's the top ten. You ready? Okay. Okay. Dwayne Johnson. Ryan Reynolds, which makes sense. He's in a lot yeah, of shit, too. Definitely. Actually, probably most of the stuff he, Dwayne Johnson's in, right? Yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Couldn't really... I can't even think about what he's really been in. Uh, Spencer Confidential that we okay. haven't watched yet. All right, so Netflix is probably giving him $58 million. <laughs> That's the whole price. So, <laughs> That's his whole paycheck. That was the one movie he did. <laughs> $58 million. Yeah. Ben Affleck, $55 million. Okay. Uh, he was in that, ba- the basketball true the story way thing. I guess. I don't know. I didn't see it. I'm pretty sure it's The Way Back. Vin Diesel, $54 million. From oh, I, Fast and Furious. I'm assuming Fast and Furious. I forgot. But was there even one out this last year? I think so. Oh, no. He did uh, Bloodshot, but oh, I don't fucking... I can't whatever. remember. I made a lot of money. Uh, apparently, he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Akshay Kumar. Who? I don't know. <laughs> but he's number six. <laughs> I gotta look this up. Lin-Manuel Miranda is number seven. Forty-five and a half million. Will Smith made eight with 44.5 million. Again, I can't think about what the hell he's been in. Um, He was in Gemini Man? Yeah, but that right? was like... Was that not last year? That was over a year ago. 
Oh. Okay, well, I, I don't Because that was then. coming out. We were seeing trailers during the time we were at AMC for our subscription thing. Mm-hmm. And we've been gone from there for a, a while. long time. Yeah. Um, Adam Sandler, 41 million, number nine. Netflix, right? He's right. That's all from Netflix. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Jackie Chan, forty million, number ten. What? Okay. Oh, has he been doing a lot of like not in America acting? I think he's been doing a lot of international stuff, okay. which That's I guess is domestic for him, that. but <laughs> not, not American. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to say this. Um, okay, so I looked up Akshay Kumar. He's apparently a big Bollywood star. Okay. Which, I mean, if you remember A1C, AMC, they have, like, a bunch of yeah. random Bollywood movies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess that's a big thing. Yeah. You mean non-American musicals? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh, um, did Bad Boys for Life come out? Right. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I know there's something. Bad okay. Boys for Life. What you gonna do when they... Make forty four and a half million, <laughs> but anyways, good on you, Dwayne Johnson, making that money. Yeah, good job. I'm sure he'll probably be on the the top list again. Uh huh. Next year. Do you think Kevin Hart's sad that he's not on the list? Because I feel like he's like he's in a lot of Dwayne Johnson yeah, well, stuff. <laughs> I mean, you must be this tall <laughs> to make the list. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, they, they posted the list and it was taller than him, so mm-hmm. he couldn't. So he couldn't make it on there. Make Got it. it that makes sense. It's just physics, really. But yeah, Dwayne Johnson's gonna be making a lot of money. He'll make up for Hart, and he'll he'll take care of his child. Yeah. Who is Hart? Yeah. Because if you remember, he's got the Black Adam movie. Bladum. Bladum. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they called it. They shortened it. <laughs> They Black Adam colon Bladum. No, it's just straight Bladum. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they did a uh, what do they call those surveys? Yeah. Um, focus groups. Yes, thank yeah, you. There we go. <laughs> so they did focus groups for Black Adam, and they found that people didn't have time to say the full name <laughs> to the point that they just forgot about the movie because they were that lazy. Yeah. So they've decided to shift it over to just Bladum. <laughs> they've even shortened DC to Dick Bladum. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So. Sounds gross. Look for the banners yeah. in your city Dick for Bladum. Dick Bladum. <laughs> Sounds like a Scandinavian name. <laughs> Guess we'll have to tune in to find out. Yeah. But the reason I bring up Dick Bladum. Yeah. <laughs> is I think Dwayne Johnson actually uh, teased a announcement at the Dick Fandom. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it DC Fandom. Is it Fandom or Fandome? I think it's Because fandom. I saw a trailer and I felt like they were saying Fandom, but I always thought it was Fandom. Well, I it know, is spelt like dome. Yeah, but I'm obviously. Not I thought in. it was like a play on the whole thing. Mm. I mean, I'm not like an insider, but the fact that there's an e makes me think it's fandom. Okay, so I guess I'm just the idiot. 
I mean, you could be right, because other people are saying it that way, too, so I have no idea. Okay. It's probably some kind of running joke that yeah. I don't understand. That DC made up. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, people will love this joke about us. We'll just constantly change how we say it. No one will ever know. Yeah. So, DC fandom is coming uh, next week. I think it's the 22nd is the start of it. Okay. They're running for a few days. Obviously, it's all online, right? Right. At least I think it is. Better I'm pretty be. sure. Better be. Or else they're not following protocol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, specifically the 22nd, they're going to have a bunch of panels and stuff regarding movies, television, mm-hmm. video game announcements. Okay. Um, as far as new stuff that we don't know about and also just panels with people that are actually going to be in movies that we already know about. Got like it. Like Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman, 1984. Okay. And I assume Dick Blatham yeah. will be Probably. a thing. Probably, yeah. Makes sense. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I'm excited that it's on a weekend because they thank you for acknowledging. Thank you, DC, for acknowledging that there are essential workers who want to watch your fucking shit, too. Yeah, they essentially want to watch it on weekends, you yeah. idiots. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I work weekends, too, but this weekend I'm not working, so I will be able to partake if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really interested in the uh, main stuff uh, on the first day, Saturday, yeah. 22nd. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the first half of the day we'll basically be watching all that shit. And right. then after that, I'll just probably bail. Because I don't care about... Like later, I looked looking at their schedule. Later on, it's like just filler shit for kids and. Oh, that's later in September, though, right? Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, you're right. Wow, that's a huge jump. Okay. I know, right? I didn't even Why realize didn't that. Why didn't show that then? Fucking idiots. Watchverse, whatever that means. Okay, so really, it's so just the, the main one event day. is so the, the one day. We're good. Twenty second, yeah. All right, I was like, wow, there's a lot of stuff for four days. So it's just the one day, and then they have a bunch of shit later in the next month. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Dick Bladham. Nice. <laughs> Although we've heard like a bunch of news recently about DC having some layoffs and a lot of Yeah. A lot of problems where they, they're dropping some of their comic runs because of the whole issue and it doesn't look like they're doing well. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if that affects any of what's going into the you know the the filming side for movies and television mm-hmm. and stuff, or if it's strictly going to be comics and and that side of the print side. Yeah, it's interesting to hear that there's going to be layoffs or that there's layoffs in that sec- sector because since there's so many people staying home and all that, I I kind of would have expected people to be consuming that kind of material but i guess if you're not getting paid then you well, can't buy they things. also had that thing where they shifted uh distributor a oh, few months yes. back and that i think fucked with their printing so they had shortage i think for for some of that and then right. they had comic shops that were refusing to use the new distributor yeah i remember that. i don't yeah. understand the politics of how it works but yeah it turned into a thing people are just always resistant to change in every way. Mm-hmm. Took me years to decide that I'll finally accept changing my underwear. 
<laughs> okay, gross. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we wouldn't really know if there was anything that got dropped or changed or anything because they would just wouldn't announce it, right? Right. Anyways, fingers crossed. Well, we've got a good amount of news to get into. All right. Well, enough about dicks and their fandom. Or fandoms. Yeah. Let's get into our DTF quickies. Yes. It's time. Although, some of them look like they're not going to be quite that quick. Well, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Starting out with our games, Last of Us 2 is getting a big update for uh, trophies and game modes. Okay. So they're adding two trophies to the game, which uh, suggested that they are doing a grounded mode, which they did on the first game. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what this is, it is a mode that's extremely fucking hard, uh, and it gives the enemies three times the damage against you. It removes the listen mode, which is basically just you being able to see where enemies are with like a highlighter mm-hmm. filter. Uh and it also removes the HUD, so you'll basically be playing as though you're just... So it's more realistic. Yeah. Okay. Realistic. Grounded. Yes. Uh, and you will have minimal supplies on the map, so you won't be able to grab as much shit to mm-hmm. to build any weapons or whatever. And fewer checkpoints throughout the game. Okay. So I guess Sony's just saying, get good. I guess so. <laughs> So that'll be an, one achievement is to, or sorry, trophy. Yeah. I'm fucking up over here. Way to go. I'm going to get my gamer card uh, torn uh, torn in half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so trophies, you'll get a trophy for doing this game mode. And then also there's a permadeath mode, which is exactly how it sounds. Mm-hmm. You die, you start over. I have one question. Why? Does anyone want that? <laughs> Some people like the... Uh, challenge of higher stakes yeah and then there's also people that just they love getting the trophies the trophy hunters so they might not necessarily love the permadeath idea but Mm, but getting because there's now a trophy for it they feel they have to do it and okay 100% that that's crazy I used to be really into that kind of stuff getting like all the trophies and and achievements for games but got to a point where i realized i didn't have the time to do that for specific games or they have unreasonable commitments to do the the stuff yeah absolutely so i i've kind of narrowed it down to like games that i feel like yeah this is a lot more obtainable yeah like spider-man was an easy one to get yeah i think there's like one or two that were a little bit of a challenge because you had to there was like some race bullshit that really pissed me off, but I, fin- I eventually got that. Oh, God, I have a bunch of challenges in The Witcher Three that are just sitting there because I don't like the horse racing feature. Gotcha. So I can relate. Hmm. But it bothers me because I can't abandon the quest, so mm-hmm. they're just sitting there in my pending, and I'm like, Ugh, I want to get rid of them. Oh, you can't abandon quests in the No, game? they're just stuck there. So once you start a quest, it's always there. Uh-huh. You can't like hide it. Yeah, you can't. That's weird. I actually went back because you know when I first started that game I got like obsessed with all the side quests and I really distracted and forgot there was even a story mm-hmm. and so I had so many side quests I didn't know what was going on and so I went back and I started like I stopped accepting everything and I stopped going to the message board and all that shit notification board 
And so I went back to all the lower level areas and like completed all the quests. It took me forever, but I finally got rid of them all except for the horse racing ones because I can't figure out the controls. I can't do them apparently. So it doesn't have the simple carrot system like uh, Ocarina of Time had. No, you got four carrots. (laughs) Press A a couple times. When you lose your carrots, you gotta wait a little while. Yeah, not quite. Okay, well, disappointing to hear. Yeah, it's a bummer, but I'm probably just really bad at it, so you might not have any problems. Well, I'll check it out. One of these days, I'll get back to the fucking game. One of these days, I'll start the game. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in the mirror. Five years later. So I tell myself in the fucking mirror every day. Yeah. (laughs) Still haven't started it. You wake up, look in the mirror. I am not going to start The Witcher 3 today. (laughs) I have not even done Breath of the Wild yet. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I started, but then I never went back. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Digression. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a remedy for our lack of commitment to these. Maybe. Hundred of hour long games. Yeah. Uh, until then, Remedy, the developer, is uh, putting out a new addition to their game control called the Ultimate Edition. Okay. Uh, this is going to include the base game and two expansions. One that's already come out, and then the second one, which is coming out soon, which I believe is the Alan Wake tie-in stuff we saw. Okay. Recently. Yeah. Revealed. Uh huh. Uh, this launches on August 27th for Steam and September 10th for Xbox One, PS4, and Epic Game Store. Here's the thing. Fine okay. print on this. Okay. Purchasing this Ultimate Edition version will provide you with a free upgrade going into next gen. So PS5, Xbox Series X. Okay. Sounds great, right? Yeah. What's the problem? Players who already bought the game and have the regular edition, but also bought the expansions, are not eligible for the upgrade to next gen. Oh, that sucks. So if they were to want to get the upgrade, they would have to buy the Ultimate Edition for $40. What's the price for... Is that a different price than we would pay? Like, what's the price of the Ultimate Edition. Forty dollars is the ultimate. So that's edition. that's the price, regardless. That's so they the have price to pay... for the ultimate edition. Right. So, so they're... basically, they're just buying the game again. Okay. In order to have the upgrade. That's what I was wondering. So really, they're buying the upgrade. Okay. I was just making sure that it wasn't like ultimate edition is eighty dollars, but these people can upgrade for forty dollars. But no, ultimate edition is forty dollars, and they have to do that if they want the advantage of the next gen. No, as far as I'm aware, okay. the game is just forty dollars. Got it. For the Ultimate Edition. Gotcha. And they would just be buying it again. Well, that's trash. Yeah, and people are not happy about it. Of course not. So it kind of brought up more questions on, like, what's what's going to be acceptable? It kind of reminds me, too, of the uh, NBA 2K whatever the fuck, 21. Yeah. And what they're doing, where they're kind of forcing your hand to to buy a different version in order to get... Right. The upgrade. And this kind of falls in line, too, with what Xbox was telling developers, right? Mm-hmm. To, like, get their upgrades on. They had to, like, do these certain types of things. So this is basically what their strategy is. We just made a new version of the game that you had to buy in order to get that upgrade. Right. So I think it's going to be the Wild West for a few at least a few months, if not the first year or two. Yeah, there's When it comes be... to upgrades from current gen to next on 
how everyone does it. They're all going to do their own style of how they shift over until there's this official designated, this is how you do it. This is how much it costs or, right. you know. There's going to be some growing pains, definitely. Exactly. Uh, but on the Xbox topic, there is a, supposedly a Xbox One S version 2 that's been leaked by a Twitter user named Private Biscuit. Series S? That's the thing. Okay. So they posted a picture of they apparently work at Target and uh-huh. their Target system showed the title of Xbox One S one terabyte version two. Huh. Appearing for two hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents as the price mark. Okay. Um now this either could be a new model of the current gen, which is going to probably implement the new controller maybe okay or it's possible that this is just a fake label like you kind of okay in a way we're getting to that maybe is the xbox series s okay but they're not calling it that yet they're not because it's not technically official there's never been an announcement about the series s got it yeah you're right that's that's fair there's been a lot of rumors a Uh, lot of leaks a lot of rumors theoretical we that it exists but microsoft has never said yes this exists right so, so hence my confusion it's possible <laughs> this is just the series s okay in their system because like we're what less than three months away yeah so it doesn't make any sense there would be a version two yes of a current gen the only option is if they're they have overstock that they're trying to uh, okay. push out, and they did something to tweak the the okay. skew on it. Maybe calling it a version. Fair two. enough. I, I mean, I, it'll be interesting to find out. It wouldn't be a shock, right? The one X came out long after the the X or whatever the the one was established, right? right? It, yeah. It's just a way to pump out more console sales. Usually, you're going to get them from the people who are already committed to your brand and they just want the the new shiny one, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, this guy. I know you know that. I was going to say you know that from experience. <laughs> Fuck, I bought uh, Xbox One just because of the color. I was like, I really like that color. It was the Forza one. The Forza one. I was like, you don't even play Forza. I don't Forza. even like racing games. You're like, yeah, but it's like, teal. But it's teal. <laughs> and then, of course, they came out with the X. Yeah. Um. So, and then moving into the next story, which is kind of related... Um, well, first off, do you have anything else? You, any thoughts on that whole idea of this 1S version um, 2? I feel like if it were me, it would not really, it would not be a new version of a current gen console. I feel like it makes sense that it would be the next gen, but I, mean, I don't know doesn't, what I'm talking I, about. I, I agree, <laughs> right? It, it would be crazy, I feel like, to put out this console right before you're launching a new one. Yeah. It's Plus not the three hundred, the three hundred price tag, falls in line with other rumored, supposed mm-hmm. leaks of of the pricing and specs of each one, the X versus the S for next gen. Yeah, I'm 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 surprised this guy is fucking even posting this stuff though. Yeah, because he established he works at Target. Yeah, he could get in trouble. His Twitter account, they could easily go find his Twitter yeah. account. Which and, and... Private Biscuit is a great name, by the way. <laughs> It makes me think of, like, there's, like, a golden retriever with, like, a military hat on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> because of Biscuit. It's like a dog name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Or a food. Or a food. Either way. <laughs> but, like, I feel like he's got to be worried that they're going to find out who he is and he's going to be fired, right? Yeah, you would see, definitely, having seen some of the other things that got exposed in the media and how that all landed, would mm-hmm. seems like a risk. Yeah. So, I mean, other things exposed. So, the Series X release date might have been leaked. A little bit of investigation, not necessarily leaked itself. Yeah. So here's what the situation is. This is via Tom Warren of The Verge. Uh, he's a writer over there. Uh, so we knew about the new controller situation from last week. I think we talked about it. Mm-hmm. There was a somebody took a picture of one that they got in the mail that they had bought mm-hmm. online. Ended up being the next gen controller. So apparently, uh, a batch of these controllers for next gen showed up somewhere in Chicago mm-hmm. in that area and they were sold because someone couldn't read because somebody either couldn't read or didn't care <laughs> yeah uh benefit of the doubt they just don't realize that they were different but anyways the <laughs> the problem with that argument is they have these big yellow stickers on the boxes that say do not open do not sell until November 6th right which is the Supposed release date. Right. Because these are the next-gen controllers. Right. Which you would assume means that that's the launch date of the console. Why would you sell the controller before the console? Exactly. So, here's what happened. People who did end up getting to buy these controllers, some of them registered on the Microsoft support site, which then gave them information about the warranty date which said November 5th, 2021, which is about a year from what they weren't supposed to be sold until. Right. Okay. Typically, controllers are only 90-day warranties. Yeah, I was thinking that seems long. So this is a year, which falls in line with consoles. They're typically a year. Mm Mm-hmm. So they could just be doing this umbrella warranty on their site, which is implied for the console and not the controller. Okay. And so it's a little bit of a stretch, but it's possible that because of that one-year warranty, that's implying that the console will also be released on that day. day. Yeah, it seems like Although just common sense, well, the controller's released that day. Yeah, it's a reasonable conclusion to come to. Yeah, so it's not necessarily official, but it falls in line, right? Holiday 2020, Mm -hmm. that's November. Uh believe xbox one was released in november yeah and it still gives uh parents time to plan save money to buy shit for their kids whenever their kid inevitably is like i want this thing Mm -hmm. because you don't want to wait till the end of november because that's like what you have one paycheck left before christmas so maybe two depending on your situation so makes sense it would be early november Mm, yeah but i feel like they're gonna sell out anyways when they launch right true probably but, like, you could put it on credit card and then pay off the credit card, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's just a question of how frequently the batches of consoles will be launched after the release true. date. True, true. I'll let it be. <laughs> you were going to say bitches want to fuck me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I believe The Verge approached Microsoft about this and a spokesperson said, We have a lot in store for the Xbox in 2020 and can't wait to share with you. However, we have nothing to announce at this date. So they're basically playing dumb. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is this 
controller. Yeah. What's that over there? <laughs> well, that's pretty typical. If they're not ready to reveal it, they're going to have some kind of snazzy way to do so. So why would they? They wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, that's what's happening. You know? <laughs> yeah, right? I, yeah. Again, someone's probably fired from whatever yeah. store started selling Yeah, those. they're like, I hate this place. I'm just going to tweet some stuff <laughs> so I can get fired <laughs> instead of having to quit. Well, the, I mean, they straight up were selling these controllers yeah. or apparently that's so. a good point yeah well i mean it's, it's like this you know what i thought of that story uh where somebody bought it on offer up mm-hmm. like what would you what if the person who had it was like supposed to have it and then like their wife or girlfriend got mad at them and like sold their shit like i wonder if that's how that kind of thing happened Oh, like they worked for the company. Like they or worked something? for the company, and they were supposed to have it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so, like their significant other, or no longer significant, clearly, mm-hmm. uh, like got pissed at them. Was like, "I'm gonna sell all your shit." Because, like, a person who had that legally, I can't imagine would be like, "I'm gonna sell this on offer up." You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems not reasonable. It was like probably like a mistress or something. Yeah, exactly. Some yeah. shit like that. I was thinking about that the other day. Probably even the mistress to uh, the creative director of. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> if anyone remembers, uh, he stepped down a few months ago from allegations that he was having a extramarital relationship with a fan that he met through Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Um, the company ended up doing an investigation on this and then other people among the whole spree of people being accused of things within the industry. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they decided, uh, in the end of their investigation that they were going to let him go and he has been fired from Ubisoft. That's crazy. It's a different world. Or is it Ubisoft? What did we decide it was? I don't know. Every time we talk about it, I'm like, yeah. I have no clue. Yeah. I feel like they were saying Ubisoft on Ubi Forward, mm-hmm. but like, they don't call it Ubi Forward, yeah. do they? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I don't <laughs> Not Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I mean, it, we don't know the context of what was investigated. There could be something worse than that had been presented in the beginning of the whole thing. But it does seem like he just had... A relationship with somebody outside of his marriage that had nothing yeah. to do with his job. Which maybe that makes him a shitty person, but it, it, I don't think that makes him a shitty employee. Yeah, I think here's where there... I, I think probably this is like the loophole of it is like... It was a fan that he apparently met through Ubisoft, so maybe oh. that logic is either he took advantage of his position because... Because of right. like, that's considered taking advantage of your position, yeah. Or maybe it's like he gave intel to somebody who didn't work at Ubisoft about stuff that they are on non-disclosure about. Got it. Okay. Yeah, you're probably right. It's something like that. But I mean, also, he stepped down already, so like this is really just a formality. I mean, here's where I stand with this. I feel like no matter what they came back with, even if he was seen like. Well, he didn't really do anything wrong. Yeah. Outside of, like, faithful marriage yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were probably going to fire him no matter what. Yeah, because you have because to distance yourself from the name. You need to distance yourself from the bad image. Mm-hmm. 
and they already have a clusterfuck of other problems oh, yeah. related to they can't risk it <laughs> to sexual harassment and stuff yeah, like that. So exactly. just on a PR standpoint, I don't think they planned on bringing anybody back. Yeah. So that's probably accurate. I guess what I'm saying is this was a dead dove situation. Yeah, I honestly was surprised to hear there was news about it because I was like, well, he stepped down, so that was I over. completely forgot about this. Yeah. Because it seemed like it was just kind of a, that's that's that, he's gone, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I kind of wonder why they even needed to announce this because I feel like wouldn't it have just been easier to not yeah. <laughs> remind people yeah. of the drama? Yeah, exactly. Just let it die. Anyways. Let it die. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just like pulling it up and they're like, oh, look at this problem we have again. No. I bet you some people probably have that mindset toward the new Batman game. Do they? I mean, it's been teased a billion times. I mean, can it really even be called how teased many, anymore? How many years have people been like, oh yeah, it's going to be at the E3 this year. <laughs> like they're going to announce it this year. Rocksteady's going to announce it this yeah. year. Yeah. I feel like they can't say teased anymore. You have to say taunted. Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> it's not a positive experience. People are just like, are you fucking kidding me? What yeah. is this going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Redacted is a, is a website? Do you know? Is about- it? <laughs> or is it the name of the website is Redacted? I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering about this. I didn't quite understand. It sounded like it was like, because I actually spelt it like the way it should be spelt, but it uh-huh. actually had a K instead of a C. They did, oh, like, they okay. did like a CD Project Red thing. Got it. Uh, so there's a website. Let's just go with that. There's a website. Okay, like a forum. That they are using that you can go to, and it has this puzzle, like a puzzle code thing that you can try to solve, uh, which reveals clues about the next game okay uh it looks to be some kind of a timer uh that's going to run and end that zero around the time of dc fandom okay or dick fandom whatever <laughs> they call it yeah uh so the speculation is that this is just an, a timer for the announcement that's going to happen at that event okay Next week. Or I guess later this week. Whatever yeah. it's considered. Whenever, yeah. It's possible that this is just teasing the, the Gotham Knights game that has been rumored to happen. Okay. Which is also speculated to be based around the Court of Owls. Right. Uh, and clues that people found had references to Batgirl and Two-Face. Okay. Which Two-Face we've seen in this. And I feel yeah. like Batgirl's been... Well... Barbara Gordon has been referenced, I feel, at least a little bit in the game. Yeah. In the previous games. Right. Uh, So I am not shocked if any of this is a thing. Okay. What do you think? You think we're going to finally get a reveal at this uh, DC event? I mean, I'm ever the optimist. So yeah, sure. I mean, it, uh, <laughs> best place to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, that where they kind of need to with how how many times they've teased this shit without actually yeah. giving a full Well, and we have this, the Suicide Squad game that yeah. was revealed, and that's going to be at the event. So I yeah. imagine that there's going to be this game as well. Yeah. So I think, I think I'm going to say, yes, they will announce something officially at... Dick fandom. <laughs> okay. 
I actually have a a theory about the Suicide Squad game. Do you? Yeah. What is your theory? I don't think it's Superman. Who do you think it is? I think it's either going to be uh, Bizarro. Is that his name? Oh. The Doesn't clone he... of Superman that's like yeah. deformed. I think you're right. Is Oh, that's why we can't see his face. Because it was a little, like, I feel like he had a little bit of a rash situation on the side of his face in the poster. A rash? I didn't notice Like, maybe that. he got the California plague. Yeah. Like, he got a plague NATO. He got a plague NATO to the face. A plague fire NATO. So, I suspect maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's a good question. Okay. Like, I feel like there's going to be some kind of, like, twist there where you think you're going up against the Justice League, but it's going to be, like... Not. Not. It's going to be... <laughs> Some supervillain plan that got fucked, and then they got to go in and fix it, or government plan, you know, something like that. Right. Because I can't imagine DC's going to want to have their superheroes be the negative portion of their game, right? Right. I see what you mean, though. I think, I don't know if it's a rash. Or maybe he's possessed by, like, red kryptonite, or... um, I don't know if this image is right, but if you look closely, his eyes kind of look red. Or maybe he's the, uh, what's that? The Red Sun Superman. Oh, interesting. The Russian one or whatever the fuck it is. Captain Russia? I don't know. (laughs) It's still Superman. (laughs) I just don't want to know. Not America, man. (laughs) Super Russian. Whatever the fuck they call him now. Um... Yeah, no, I never noticed that his eyes kind of looked red before, so that's an interesting. Well, thing. I didn't really pay much attention at the beginning of our, what we talked about last week, but now I'm looking at it more. Oh, there's definitely like a smoke there, right? Yeah. Oh, that's bizarro. That's gotta be bizarro. He looks like, he pale, looks like, his face looks clowny? scarred. His face looks scarred. Unless that's supposed because... to be like his eyes were like lit up because he was like using his like laser beams. Oh, I suppose that's, that's possible. That's possible too, I guess. Damn. That kind of But his nose looks hella red idea. too. Maybe it's Rudolph. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Turns out the Justice League were Santa's reindeer the whole time. Yeah. It's a hell of a twist. I mean, if, if it comes out holiday 2020. Yeah. Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squads are trying to stop Christmas. Yeah. But Jack uh, Skeleton, is that his name? Skellington. Jack Skellington joins the Justice League to stop them. Yeah. That's interesting. Interesting take you got there. He's just walking down the street and he sees the Suicide Squads about to kill Superman. And he's like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Something tells me they're not going to go that way. We don't know. We'll have to wait to find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Disney's just letting anybody use their fucking characters now. So. Yeah. Look at Spider-Man. That's <clears throat> true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess we'll wait for DC fandom to find out, but yeah, that's my suspicion. I could see that happening. Amazon teased another thing. They did, but this is Amazon UK. Oh right, okay. Uh, apparently, the Zelda Skyward Sword showed up as a listing for the Nintendo Switch on their Amazon UK uh, store front. Whatever. Okay. Is that a website? Thing? I mean, yeah, it's happen- it happens all the time. I mean, <laughs> okay. When don't we see this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. PlayStation that's... has the shit happen. Microsoft yeah. has it happen. That's true. Uh, so 
Twitter user Wario64. He, he's pretty good at having scoops on things. I follow him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he posted a picture that shows the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword listed for uh, Nintendo Switch. It, it's since been removed mm-hmm. from their uh, store, but you can still go to... There's links out there. You can still click on it, and then it shows in like the header thing. Got the titles of Skyward Sword and the whatever the fucking website address thing. Got it. But okay. But the, the screen has an error. Okay. Um, and the other games, Wind, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, those came to Wii U on the last gen. Right. As ports. So noted Skyward Sword was the only one that didn't go to Wii U. Okay. Uh, which these were all Wii games. Yes. I remember well, I was looking for... Wind Waker was a GameCube game, but it was put on Wii. I remember we were looking for Twilight Princess on Wii. Yes. Yeah. Did we get it? I think we got it. I don't remember. I gotta hook up the Wii again. Yeah. Do we even know where that is? Uh, it's somewhere. Okay. <laughs> the old somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I am confident that it is in the specific spot of somewhere... Inside the house. <laughs> in this house. Yeah. So, I am looking forward to this, if this is real, mm-hmm. which I assume it is, since it was there and then it was yeah, gone. right. So, one, Nintendo's kind of dry in my well of games to play, because mm-hmm. I'm not into Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, and I never got to play this one, because I didn't have a Wii, mm-hmm. so I never played this one. Right. I had... Twilight Princess on GameCube, but I didn't finish it, and I played the Shadow Wind Waker on GameCube. Okay. So. Well, this is really cool. I mean, I also want to play Twilight Princess to actually finish it, but. Yeah, because, and then you would, obviously, you had suggested that I play them, too, so I might check them out. Okay. After you're done with The Witcher? Yeah, I'll do that while you finish Wrath of the Wild. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. (laughs) Touche. Who knows? Maybe we'll stream it. Maybe. For the world to see. Yeah. Classy Cat Dad on Twitch. No longer Mixer because they apparently died. Yep. A horrible fiery death. Mixer just woke up one day and was like, I'm having a heart attack. (laughs) And never went back online. But in case that never happens, G4 is being rebranded and brought back on streaming devices such as Twitch. Yeah. Which we've talked about. Yeah. But now it seems that Olivia Munn might be returning to G4 TV. Really? Uh, Two individuals reportedly talked to The Wrap, which this is based off the article of, Mm -hmm. uh, saying that she is in final talks to return on a multi-year deal to the rebooted G4 network. That's interesting. So the deal would supposedly be a a development deal with both an on and off air component involved. So I'm assuming like maybe like a producer or some kind of Yeah, probably hands on with creative side of the projects. Right. Yeah. Not just hosting. Right. I assume if they're bringing her back that means they're potentially bringing back Attack of the Show. I mean, not like they maybe. have a bunch of shows. They had like two fucking shows, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're bringing cops into their mix since Probably not. Attack of the Show. Isn't that the one that Karen Kilgariff was in? No, you're thinking of that movie, Attack the Block. No. Oh. (laughs) Oh, I'm not. Are you sure? Because it has the word attack in it. Yeah. I don't know what show you're talking about then. This was a 
I guess you'd call it like a variety show. I it, it was like a mm-hmm. they interview people. They had tech stuff. They had movie stuff. They had game reviews. It was a mix of just pop culture shit. Gotcha. It was her and uh, Mr. Show is what I was thinking of. Sorry, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's another thing, but like that <laughs> on a different network. Anyway, uh, it was Kevin Pereira was the other host for the show. Oh, okay. Which, if I remember right, and I probably don't. I feel like, <laughs> and I probably don't. It was so long ago. This is I'm not. Don't quote any of this. Yeah. I but I feel like there was like tension between them. Hmm. In the show, like at a later date, before the whole network closed curtains on everything. Okay. I feel like there was some kind of shit going on where they didn't get along or something. I don't know. Anyways, I like them both. Yeah. So, I would like to see both of them return. Yeah. But as far as I know, she's the one that's supposedly in talks, too. Well, I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah, I guess so. Another leak, because they are just the fucking thing this week. Yep. Uh, Avengers, the Marvel game coming out in a couple weeks, is apparently going to potentially include a shit ton of characters based off some data mining that was done after the beta release on pc on pc okay that was my question yeah <laughs> so the game came out on ps4 for the early access beta didn't have any kind of data mining happen right and then it launched for xbox and pc mm-hmm. and that's when all of a sudden people had found some data through the coding that they were looking for gotcha um and this was the pre-order beta right Yes. Okay, so the... This coming weekend will be open beta. You had me slightly panicking. I was like, did we fucking miss that? No, no, (laughs) because I I actually played a little bit of the PS4 open beta this last weekend. Okay, I'm not going to talk about it because I'm going to wait till we play for the Xbox and Mm -hmm. then we'll kind of expand a little bit more. Gotcha. Um, Especially if it's not the same beta, I'd like to see that. Yeah, okay, sorry. Um, Anyway, so 15 characters were reportedly data mined during the beta. Ant-Man which we already knew was a character that was involved in the game. I mm-hmm. think he's at least like a shop owner or something in the game that you talk to. But I feel like they teased him early on about being in the game in one of the early trailers. Yeah. Uh, so Ant-Man, the Wasp, you know, because Ant-Man's got to get his dick on, you know? His dick on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He also needs something to carry him around. I mean, they're so. fuck buddies, you know? Yeah. He also needs somebody to carry him around, so. That's true. Yeah. When he needs to fly somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Vision is apparently going to be in the game. That's good. Supposedly. Okay. Black Panther. Right. No shock there. Of course. He's he's a very popular character right now. Doctor Strange. Okay. Also doesn't seem like a shock. Right. Falcon. Okay. Sure. I mean, basically they're covering all of the actual MCU characters, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh... Marvel. Marvel. Not technically an Avenger, I don't believe. I but wonder if it'll. That's the original Captain so these... Marvel. When she took his Carol Danvers took his powers when he died. Right. Obviously, Marvel is a woman in the movie, but right, right. This is comic stuff. So. Yes. So, do we know that these are playable, or do we know that these are not enemies? Yeah. See, that's the thing. We don't know. Okay. We just know that these names have shown Exist. up in files or coding. Okay. Of the data They mine. just exist in the game somewhere. 
But we don't know as what uh, yeah, exactly. type of. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Mockingbird. Don't know who that is. Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 Mockingbird might be in Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> I hope that's the theme song to introduce the character. I fucking hope so, too. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not, call me up. I'll do a voiceover. Yeah. Uh, Quake. That's an interesting one. So, Quake getting a little bit of recognition. I know it's a character in the comics, too. Yeah. But I feel like when I think Quake, I go straight to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier. Again, obviously. Scarlet Witch. You had referenced that character. Yes. Should have been an Xbox thing. Should have. Uh, Captain Marvel, obviously. Yeah. Gotta get her powers from Marvel, you know? Yeah. Kate Bishop. Makes sense. Yeah. The second Hawkeye. Uh, She-Hulk. Okay. And War Machine. Sounds great. Okay, so these are all characters that are in the game somehow, whether it be playable or not. Okay? Okay. Uh, Other characters have been mentioned in Files. Frenzy. I actually don't know who the fuck that is. Ultron. Of course. Red Hulk. Deathlock. If you remember him from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. early yes. seasons. Yeah. Vindicator. Not even sure who that is. And of course, everybody's favorite Marvel character, Monica. <laughs> who the fuck is Monica? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Uh and again, no one knows what's the, the context of these character names in the files. They could just be like, oh, you read something about this character. Or it could be they're an NPC player. Yeah. Or they're actually playable. We have no idea. Yeah. This is Frenzy. Okay. Well, I mean, if she's going to wear that outfit. <laughs> come on in, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it sounds like they... Are planning to do a long term with this game, but honestly, I don't feel like this game's gonna last with the user base for that long. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna have a very hardcore niche audience mm-hmm. that may last a long time. But I think the general audience is gonna drop this game in six months when the next shiny game comes out. Right. I mean, the beta has been very uh, mixed reviews so far. So right. Um, but again, we'll talk about that next week when we. Yeah. Definitely. Done playing it ourselves. Yeah. That whole ordeal's been very dramatic the last few weeks for that game. Always. Much like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Very dramatic show. Or at least it's going to be. I was going to say, it was not. <laughs> not at all of a dramatic show. Yeah. But yes, the reboot's going to get real. But there's a going to be a reboot that's getting real fresh. Yeah, it looks pretty intense. It's going to be called Bel-Air. Okay. They're dropping the Fresh Prince part. Yeah. Uh, So this is based off a Morgan Cooper YouTube trailer that was made. He, I, I think he's like a director or something. He puts together mock concepts and stuff. Uh, So he created a trailer that's uh, a dramatic depiction of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This was like a year ago or so. Got it. Uh, Apparently, Will Smith came about to find this and was really interested in it. Mm -hmm. And now they have been working together for the last year or so to make a reimagined vision of 
Belair, which will dive deeper into the inherent conflicts, emotions, and biases of what it means to be a black man in America today, while still delivering the swagger and fun nods to the original show. So it's supposed to take place in, like, modern day, then? That's what it seems, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, I assumed that based on the trailer, but I just wanted to make sure. You know, it, we watched the trailer. Uh-huh. You know what it reminds me of? Huh. Did you ever watch the OC? Yes. On Fox, I think it yeah. was. Yeah. I Back only in watched like the a early 2000s. couple episodes in the very beginning, but yeah. Like, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit more intricate than that show. Mm-hmm. But wasn't the premise of that show was a poor a poor kid moved in with a rich family. Mm-hmm. And, was trying to like fit in and all in, that. Uh, Orange County or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, it's called the OC. Yeah, right? it was in Orange County, yeah. And it was just a very dramatic show about him mm-hmm. fitting in and... Yeah, I feel like point. it. It gave me that vibe, but obviously this is going to tackle a little bit more of a... Racial issue. Racial... And, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm interested. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be entertaining. I don't know. There's a whole lot more information. Uh, so, what we do know is Cooper is going to co-write the script, and he's going to direct and be credited as the co-EP, which I assume is exec- executive producer, yeah. I'm imagining. Yeah. It'll be a co-production between Will Smith's Westbrook Studios and the original producers at Universal TV. Okay. Uh, Apparently this is on a bidding war right now. So Peacock, Netflix, HBO Max, and others are among the streaming services bidding to get this property for their series. Right. But the original series is already on HBO Max. So do you think they have a leg up? Yeah, so they have a contract, I think, to have the show Mm -hmm. on their service. I mean, it's possible. I wonder if it'll come with it, like, um, was it Who's the Boss? They were like, whoever wins this war basically gets the original series, Well, I assume that HBO Max already has a contract for streaming that original series. Probably, yeah. Um, It's still very popular today. Yeah, I used to watch that show. Yeah. I I mean, we don't know anything about when this is coming out or anything like that. Yeah, there's not. But uh, I'm interested. Yeah. So, we'll see. Another show that I've been interested in and have been watching the last couple seasons of, Tacoma FD. It's based off a fire department in Tacoma, Washington. Okay. How weird is that? Yeah. And it's a show created by some of the members of Broken Lizard, Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy. And so they have announced that there is going to be a season three of the show. Okay. Which I think just finished season two. I don't know if they've aired every episode, but... I'm currently watching it if it's not done yet. Right. Um, speaking of which, I've been watching on True TV's app mm-hmm. on Xbox. Mm-hmm. We thought Peacock was bad. <laughs> True TV has like constant commercial breaks. Like YouTube? And they're like <laughs> five to seven minutes each. Ew. And they're insanely long. That's crazy. Like I just mute it and just scroll my phone for a while and yeah. then keep looking up. Is it done yet? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, but I'm watching the show for free. Right. So. It's the price you pay, I guess. Yeah. Your time. Yeah. <laughs> By the time the show's over, I'm an old man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know we talked recently, relatively recently, about how The Crown was actually getting season five and six after all, whenever they had Wiffle Waffled on that. That's probably, it's just waffled. That's I mean. <laughs> I got it. They wiffle waffled. They wiffle waffled on like, it. 
running back and forth <laughs> trying to avoid the syrup. Yeah, they whiffled when they were supposed to waffle. Um, and so they now currently their decision is they are going to have a season six, and uh, they cast a new person to play Princess Diana as the older version of uh, the person who's playing her now. So she'll be, um, it'll be showing her in like the nineties. Okay, I so she's already on the show. She's already on the show as like a younger woman, like a, a okay, a teen. I don't know. Okay. Like a late teen, maybe. Gotcha. Um, so she'll be uh, Elizabeth Debicki. Debicki? I think that's how you say her name. Oh, so Elizabeth Debicki or Debicki. I don't know exactly how to say it. She'll be playing Princess Diana. Um, I think in her 20s, approximately, is when they were saying the age range would be. She's yeah. actually in Tenet, too, which I didn't know. Um, well, yeah, no one has seen it. Nobody's so. seen it. She's also <laughs> in, um, oh, she was in something else that we watched. Oh, what was that? I recognize the name. Was it that show on HBO Max? The about the uh, the family that moved back to Australia or something from London. We watched the first episode of. Was it that show? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. It was Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. <laughs> she was. We in... haven't watched that any time recently. So she's no, no, I know. But uh, <laughs> what did we watch recently? It wasn't in something recently. I just recognized her face. I was like, I know that face from somewhere. I'm pretty sure she's the gold bitch. Oh. <laughs> Which I can't remember her name. Gold bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm you talking about, though, right? Oh, that's... <sighs> yeah, no, I know her name. It's Monica. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Fucking Monica. Yeah. Gold-faced Mon. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, from what I understand, she's going to be playing Princess Diana through the point that she yes. is no more. Is no more, yes. That's that's my understanding as well. Yeah, so at the end of this show, after the credits roll, mm-hmm. it will say, Princess Diana will not return. Okay, I don't think they're going to... the crown six. <laughs> I don't think they're going to go that far. She was in something else too, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, point is, she's pretty. And uh, she's got... Point is, she's pretty. Like, she's got the, like, frail bones look that... Uh, is that pretty to Diana. you? No, no, no. Her face is pretty. But... Because her... it's gold. No. I would... No. Uh, but she's, like, a very... What's the word? Bird-like Fra- frame. <laughs> Bird-like frame. <laughs> she's very thin and lanky, I guess. Cuckoo! She doesn't seem like... she. She seems very, uh, like, ballerina-like. And I think Princess Diana had very, she was a very thin person. Okay. Yeah. So she matches the the whole body shape situation. And her I... face has a completely different shape, but it's doable. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing. You just really, really wanted to sell that. She's good for the part. I was just commenting on it. Let's see. Well, you're not the only person commenting on things. That's true. Okay? So take a seat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the creators of Avatar Last Airbender uh, were working with Netflix to create a live action series based off the same property. Okay. It's been in production for a while. We are not that big of fans of this, so we didn't really know much about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, speak for yourself. But... Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> So, apparently, they have 
the, the creators, Michael Dante DeMartino and Brian Konitsko. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I probably butchered those. Uh, they are stepping away from the project. Uh, they will not be involved anymore in the production of the show for Netflix. Uh, from what I'm seeing, what I'm gathering from people on the interweb who love this whole property, mm-hmm. they're very devastated by this news. Because apparently Avatar The Last Airbender is a very big thing. Looks yeah. like a... Very childish show to me. Is it like a cult following? I think it's like a cult following. It must be. There's people that are really big fans. There's like another one too called Korra, which is I think now Mm -hmm. on Netflix. The the animated show is on Netflix. Um, So they give an update. One of them. I don't know which one. I guess it's Michael Dante DiMartino because he references the other guy in his quote. So he says, many of you have been asking me for updates about the Avatar live action Netflix series. I can finally tell you that I am no longer involved with the project. In June of this year, after two years of development work, Brian Konitsko, sorry, and I (laughs) made the difficult decision to leave the production. Uh, He went on with a lot more. Uh It was very weird and spiritual. And uh, I assume he was making a lot of references about characters in the show that Uh he was like, portraying his feelings through those it was go read it if you care uh i didn't quite understand it but i I feel like it was very much about stuff that you get if you are a fan of the show okay understood um basically what i got out of the whole spew is creative differences and lack of control is the reason that they left it seemed like netflix was trying to do things differently that they didn't like and instead of fighting it they just said there's nothing we can do about this and they just walked away they're like fuck it and yeah. walked out that's gonna be crazy to be involved in a project for two years and then be like yeah. never mind i'm good i remember this being announced but has it really been that fucking long i didn't realize it had been that long unless they were working on it for a while before they announced it that's possible um but yeah i uh, there was that movie m night Shyamalan did of this property it was oh, just called yeah. it was called the last airbender Right. Because they couldn't do because Avatar, couldn't Avatar because of James Cameron. Is James Cameron. Being James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Because James Cameron is, is James Cameron. Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that did not do well because I don't think they were a part of that. That apparently did not do well at all. And so I think this was supposed to be the redemption. And now people, I think, are worried about this failing just as much. Right. Um. Maybe they can call in James Cameron, you know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he can work on the avatars for him. You can have, like, a a mashup. Yeah. Avatar (laughs) versus Avatar. Yeah. But that's not the only Netflix show that's had some sad news. Yeah. Uh, Patriot Act on Netflix, hosted by Hassan Minaj, uh, broke the news on Twitter that the show was ending. So, Patriot Act premiered in October of 2018, it's released 39 episodes, and their final episode was in June of this year, 2020. So, apparently the show got canceled, and it will be no more. This is one of those shows that I was always like, yeah, I would like that. I should watch that. And then I never did. Mm-hmm. There's a couple episodes <laughs> that I was specifically interested in, because that one, I think, dealt with the, the crunch issue in the gaming industry, mm-hmm. which is, you know, 
overworked employees right. to get deadlines meet for games. Um, and then there was some other stuff. I, I hear it's a really good show, mm-hmm. and they cover some really, really interesting yeah. concepts. So, yeah. I mean, it's always going to be there, so we could always start it. Just know that yeah. we... We'll only have 39 Yeah, it'll episodes. be like when we watched Michelle Wolf's stuff. We already knew it was over, but it was still entertaining. Yeah. And yeah. I was really shocked because I really enjoyed that show. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's basically it. Yeah. Well, bummer for that. Yeah. We'll have to check it out, though. Uh, Well, somebody else is about to be a patriot coming up here soon. Or at least you would assume. Uh, The character Soldier Boy, who is um in The Boys... Jensen Ackles, of Supernatural fame, is joining the cast of The Boys in Season 3, and he'll be playing Soldier Boy, who was one of the original heroes in the comics. Okay. So they're announcing Season 3 characters before yeah. they even have Season 2 released. Yes, yes. Um, and Step I know up. Supernatural's coming to an end, so... It's not know. over yet? No, it's not. <laughs> I thought it's been over for a while. No, it hasn't. I think they took, they might have taken a break. I don't know. I can't, don't quote me on that because okay. I couldn't follow it. Uh, I think I, I got, know it went away for a while and they brought it back. Yeah. I think I got to season eight and then I was like, I don't understand what's going on. And I had to like stop watching. I thought it already ended again. So no, okay. it's about to end this year. Okay. Uh, so did you see the, uh, the way he announced that he was going to be on the show? Yes, I did. But I couldn't watch it with sound because I was at work and I'm pissed off because I feel like it was probably a really good sound, really oh, yeah. good song. Oh, is there music? Well, he said sound on. There was like a little thing that said sound on. You know, there was music. Was it good? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so basically what it was was, uh, okay, so he posted a video, but it came with the tagline here of, I keep wondering what I'll do when Supernatural finally ends this year. Then it hit me, dot, dot, dot. And then the video you obviously yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. And it's him kind of just looking all like... He's like looking hmm. around, Like yeah. he's like not sure what he's going to be doing. Like yeah. he's, he's trying to figure out things. Yeah. And then he just has this like, oh shit moment. Pulls out a boy's comic graphic novel. Yeah. And then of course it's like positioned perfect. So the, the boys is right there in yeah. front of the screen. Yeah. And he's scrolling through it and then boom, he finds a character that he is interested in. and mm-hmm. And then he just gives this like little smirk yeah um like the eyebrow raise or whatever yeah so that was their clever little way of announcing him being on the boys season three yeah and then they had like a little thing at the end season three or whatever uh yeah okay yeah i and, mean um, i'm still waiting for season two but sure please same uh the actual funny thing is i think i'm watching again just to make sure i can confirm that but I'm pretty sure that somebody throws the book at him, so it hits him. Yeah, is that like a joke outside of... Because it said, and then it hit me. Oh, that's the joke. <laughs> okay. See, I didn't catch that joke. I didn't the first time either, but then I watched it again. I mean, I knew he caught the book, but I didn't realize it was like supposed to be somebody threw the book at him. I assumed that it was a play on words, because it says, and then it hit me. Mm. Yeah, but um, the little background on the character, Soldier Boy, he fought during World War II, and he was, like, kind of one of the first superheroes that had, like, was a mainstay of American culture, uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they 
put that in the show with this very different picture of how superheroes are. <laughs> well, and if it's modern day, then like, is he going to look like he does or they make make him look old? That's what I'm is wondering, Is he going to be like an old man Cap situation? It's, it's also possible. Basically, they're describing him like he's Captain America. Right, exactly. But I looked at the costume and he has like his shorts on. I'm like, please don't do that. <laughs> please do. It's weird. It's horrible. Um... The only thing I think was like maybe part of his superpower is he doesn't age that much because like Jensen Ackles is probably the same age as some of the actors in the other actors in this show, if not younger. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they would just do like a like age makeup or whatever. He doesn't age with yeah. those powers thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either way, I think he's the best part about Supernatural, so I'm glad that he's going to be in something else, mm. and I'm sure it's going to be great. Gotcha. We'll see who they cast next, because there's got to be some other big-name people, right? Yeah. I feel like they keep adding people, and they're always like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Our next story, they're taking things away. They are. So it's not quite as good as adding things. Okay. It's quite the opposite, really. (laughs) (laughs) Math. 20th Century Fox's logo, uh, obviously Disney owns this whole thing now, um, they've officially changed the logo. The Century Fox has been dropped and is now simply 20th Television. What? Pretty fucking stupid. That's dumb. <laughs> Why not just be like 20th Century Television? Yeah. Or just 20th Century, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I guess they just want to completely have people forget just like obliterate the Fox name. Yeah. Um, so also other things, Fox 21 television is going to be changed to Touchstone television. Touchstone has been a thing, but it, it hasn't the really Touchstone been a... Touchstone Pictures, wasn't that a thing? Yeah. So yeah. they stopped using that in like 2007 or something. Okay. It's been a long time since they've used that name. They should have just gone production. back to Touchstone. Whatever. That's cooler than 20th. <laughs> Well, no, this is a different... Oh, different. Sorry, So sorry. Fox 21 Television is going to be changed to Touchstone Television. Oh. They're different production things they have. Got it. It's hard to keep track. And then the third one, ABC Studio, is merging with ABC Signature. So basically, they're both going to be under the banner ABC Signature now. Okay. These are just like the little logo things you're going to see at the bottom of the credits yeah. whenever a fucking show is over. Yeah. Because um, if you remember, they, they changed... The movie Fox logo earlier this year, or was it last year? Whenever it was, they changed mm-hmm. it, but they have a different name for that. So, okay, yeah, Disney's just fucking trying to wash out all the not Disney from everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe one of those logos will show up on the uh, the new announced Disney Plus Star Wars Lego Holiday Special. Maybe that's a mouthful. Yeah. So many things as a crossover. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, Lego's always done Star Wars stuff. There's like little shows yeah. and stuff and obviously the games. Yeah. So Disney Plus shared on Twitter. Twitter seems to be the place to be, huh? Seems like it. Uh, that they're, this is what they said. Celebrate the most wonderful time of the year in a galaxy far, far away. The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, a Disney Plus original, premieres November 17th. So I assume it's a one-off thing because mm-hmm. it's special. But they do say premieres. So I don't know if that means there's going to be like a little continuation of it or if it's just like they just mean because that's when it's going to be on. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I mean, let's hope it's better than the Star Wars holiday special that they did back in the day. 
I didn't see that. I mean, I saw like clips of it. I haven't seen the original thing, obviously. Uh. It was like, I think it was like Chewbacca's like Wookiee family was like celebrating Christmas or some shit. It was like terrible from what that I sounds bad. gathered. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the whole thing though. Okay. Probably never will. Yeah. But that's my choice. <laughs> Uh, something else that's going to be coming to exclusively to Disney Plus is a remake of Three Men and a Baby. Does anybody remember this movie? <laughs> I do. You do? Did you like it? I mean, I don't remember hating it. Uh, fair. There was also a sequel. It was like Three Men and a Little Lady. And a or woman something. or a lady or something. Yeah. A little exactly. lady. And a little lady? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. You're, I think Because she right. was a girl. Yeah. She was like a little girl. She wasn't like an adult. Right. Good call. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to be remaking this movie, which is from 1987, and uh, Zac Efron is supposed to star in it. Uh, they obviously haven't figured out the other two, but they... Is, is he just going to play, like, triplets? He's going to play all three. playing yeah. all three? Yeah. Um, Fucking do it. Yeah. So, Disney's live action division is handling the remake of this uh, 1987 comedy, and it'll be going directly to Disney Plus whenever they get that done. Um, Gordon Gray, who's known for The Way Back, which is why I knew that from earlier, mm-hmm. and The Rookie and Secretariat will be producing. And the original version was actually a remake of a French film, but um, so that's kind of fun. I didn't know that. Mm. They didn't give any details on what French film, so I was like, okay, whatever. No one cares, I guess. Um, and it stars Tom Selleck. Steve Gutenberg and Ted Danson, which I totally forgot Ted Danson was in that. Mm-hmm. And I also forgot what he looks like with not gray hair. Um, okay. <laughs> and I saw the picture and it's I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and they all play, they're all like New York bachelors who somehow find themselves caring for an infant. Uh, it, and fun fact, which I had no idea, it was directed by Leonard Nimoy. How did they get the infant again? Did they just find the baby in a dumpster or something? I literally have no idea because I'm not even sure if I've seen this. Or the baby just showed up at the doorstep. I don't remember. Who knows? It was the 80s, so probably just on the street somewhere. Yeah. Um, (laughs) On the street somewhere. Yeah. Uh, And it actually became the first Disney film to ever reach greater than 100 million uh, profits domestically or earnings domestically, which was. Sounds like that's pretty fucking good for the time. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, I, I learned a lot of things about this movie. Most of the things about mm-hmm. this movie that I know are now yeah. from just reading this. Do you think it's possible that Zac Efron's going to just play the baby? No. But I do have a question for you. If Zac Efron's going to play the one of them, and so if I look at the original, even taking into account the times, one of them has to be fairly unattractive. And the other two are attractive. Who's the one that's unattractive to Gutenberg, you? Gutenberg, of course. Uh, who's that? The, exactly. Okay. <laughs> not Tom Selleck and not okay. Ted Dancer. Yeah, I don't really they know. I can't both, picture the person. Tom Selleck and Ted Dancer were both considered attractive for the times. Yeah. I don't know about the other guy, but he was kind of nerdy looking. Mm-hmm. So if... I don't know which one Zac Efron's going to play, but we assume there's got to be one other attractive guy and one nerdy looking guy. So who do you think would play... Seth Rogen, obviously. <laughs> He's a little bit... Unattractive. Older. But I guess, sure, why not? So who else? Who's the other attractive one that's around uh, Zac Efron's age? Which is my age, by the way. Chris Pratt. Okay. I'm going to go with... Chris Hemsworth. Chris Pine. The other Chris. He's way older. Oh, that's He's fair. Be like but close he to looks 40, young, right? Yeah, probably. But I'm he making looks that young. up. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't either. But... I'm just basing it off him being in 
Wonder Woman. He's like an older person in that. So yeah, but I think they aged him for that for reasons. For reasons that are related to the plot. Is what I was trying to say. I thought I was. I can't up. disclose much, but <laughs> rest assured, it's for reasons. What about um, James Franco's little brother? What's his name? Dave Franco. That could work. <laughs> okay. What? Oh. You, you just on... casted the entire fucking The Neighbors or whatever. The Neighbors. I didn't see that. But I was like, wait, now it sounds like something that I've seen before. <laughs> I probably just remember Which, it from the trailer. To be fair, that's why I picked Seth Rogen. Because I know okay. that he had chemistry in that film. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I guess I'll just have to see where it goes. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> you know what else I want to see, like, a remake of? What? Uh, Look Who's Talking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I want it to be done with cats. Okay. And I want it to be called Look Who's Talking Meow. All right. <laughs> so, but then, is the mom a cat? No. Okay. <laughs> They just have cats. She's just going to have a cat. Yeah. It's going to be the same premise, but it's going to be like, instead of them having a kid. Okay, so it's a sequel. It's not a remake. Okay. It's, just, it's like an updated sequel. A spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Which I guess they had dogs at one point. Didn't yeah, they have any I dogs? think they did. Was that the now one? I don't remember, to be honest. Okay. Well, either way, get rid of yeah. the dogs. Yeah. They died. That. That's why they have cats now. <laughs> they died. Wow. Morbid. <laughs> Hey, all, all dogs go to heaven, from what I understand. Except for these ones. They were shitty dogs. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, look who's talking now. Okay. Okay. They already have a cat. And then they bring a new cat home. And then it's about them not getting along. Until they eventually get along. <laughs> what? <laughs> they come together for uniting against... Some other threat to them both. Yeah. And they get, they realize they have a lot more in common. They're cats. They hate people. They like to eat. You know. Yeah. They have a lot in common. They realize this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Are you gonna pitch it? Pitch it to twentieth television. Yeah, twentieth television. <laughs> okay. Well. A little bit of news on. New Mutants, I guess, lack of news, which is what people are worried about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, it's reported that they are not changing their release date. I think it's the 28th or something of this month. Really? That New Mutants is supposed to come into theaters. Okay. Uh, Disney is reportedly sending exhibitors a lengthy email on that happened this last Monday that's... Outlines theatrical plans, including news about ticket pre-sales. Okay. Uh, which also started on Monday, so I guess this makes sense that this is an accurate report. Okay. Right. Uh, so yeah, pre-sales went up on Monday, or sorry, it was Tuesday. So on Tuesday, I think the 18th is when tickets went on sale. Okay. So you could right now go get tickets if you wanted to for New Mutants if okay. they're available. Interesting. Um. So, yeah, people are like, are they really keeping this date? Because everything else in the world is fucking getting delayed. Yeah, exactly. Or moved to a streaming service. So, 
Are you shocked that if this gets released on the 28th? Um, no, to be honest, I'm not because they had so many problems. They're probably like, we just can't change it anymore. I, I, that's kind of how I'm feeling about <laughs> like, it. I think they're just in a position where they're like, we already know we're not making a lot of money yeah. on this fucking movie. Yeah. We just want to get it out there. Just get it over with. Because if you think about it too, though, this movie had so much like baggage, right? So yeah. even though you could consider it being put out there to die, mm-hmm. you could also look at it as being put out there to like flourish because yeah time to kick it out of the nest everything else is getting delayed that's true so if this is really the only thing that's sticking in theaters that's considered like a new brand that's true if new it's between this theatrical and, release between this and inception the people that do want to see a movie <laughs> yeah are going to be seeing this right that's a good point because a lot of stuff that's coming out is just like they're releasing jurassic park or jaws or back mm-hmm. to the future like they're releasing stuff Older things that they're going to draw people into the theaters. Right. But all these new releases are not really coming out right now. Yeah. Tenet is the only one that's like, maybe end of the month, but probably not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm i kind of on the page of, I think that they just want this to be put out and see what happens. Yeah. It'll probably have a quick release on digital, I think, after. I agree. Um, Hans Zimmer, that's a pretty big name. It is. Uh, apparently, Hans Zimmer created a Netflix theater intro for uh, the company for their movies that release in theaters. Yeah, okay. Not that they have any coming out in theaters, but when they do... When they do, they'll be prepared. Yeah, so the... Did you type this, Dun Dun? <laughs> yeah, Okay. I did. <laughs> so I think it's funny because you have Dun Dun uh-huh. and on like... The article I was reading, they had it as ta done. Oh. So that had me thinking, like, well, what's the right one? I mean, I'm probably wrong. I don't know. I didn't really <laughs> check to, I didn't do that much investigative work, but. It sounds like dun dun, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So who knows? It's all about the tone that you pronounce yeah. it with, so it really doesn't matter what the first yeah. letter is. Yeah, I mean, I could be like bum bum. Yeah, exactly. We would all know. So uh, apparently, the original one that you see on Netflix programming now mm-hmm. is too short. It's only like three seconds long. Yeah. So Which is what, weird. Like, is there like a... Is that not long enough? Is like, there a how, time limit? Why, yeah. do you, why do you need it to be no long? No wonder I'm fucking bored when the movie like, hasn't <laughs> even started yet. Yeah. Like, oh, this song is really fucking long. Yeah. What is... Is this Freebird? <laughs> <laughs> Am I getting an encore of this motherfucker? Yeah. I hope somebody yells Freebird when they start this fucking... 16 second one yeah they just scream (laughs) free bird (laughs) free bird encore uh so the new one is 16 seconds oh yeah sorry i spoiled that for you oh that's fine uh and it's specifically made for the netflix movies so okay uh i mean have you listened to it it's actually pretty fucking cool is it i haven't listened to it at all but um i'll listen to it and i'll give you feedback next time yeah yeah. When you give us the feedback on yeah. the next episode, yeah. I hope you start it with Tadum <laughs> I will. For sixteen seconds. Okay. <laughs> Ta That was probably not 16 seconds. Probably not. I'm not committed enough.
<sighs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. Another fucking old, like a throwback remake there. Yeah, move over People three. People don't like making... Move over three dads and a chick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw this one. It's going to be made by Paramount Pictures, and it's going to have Will Smith and Kevin Hart, who are also both producing. Yeah. Um, I heard they're taking a, a dramatic take to the movie. I hope not. I'm Because I don't... I, was... I know. <laughs> but I don't know how you possibly would. Because... I'm also I'm interested to see how this goes, because there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, it's Steve Martin, and so I feel like anybody trying to remake Steve Martin is gonna be interesting. That's like, all I have it's to like say John about Candy that. John Candy too, right? Yes, yeah, but like I, I just don't see those two in the same realm as those. As well, they're gonna take they're gonna do their own. They're gonna do their own. Yeah, take on it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, and it's also going to be written by Aisha Carr, who I have no idea who that is. Um, she but did something else. she is writing the script. Okay. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She wrote on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, so she should be pretty funny then. Yeah, exactly. It's got potential, but I'm a little bit, uh, we'll see. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Antebellum. Remember that movie? Yes, unfortunately. Because I sure as fuck didn't. <laughs> Oh, I did. <laughs> uh, so it is apparently going to be skipping theaters and going to be hitting PVOD on September 18th uh, with no real established price. But I okay. would assume at least $20. Yeah. That's what it was. I think the lowest we saw was like 20 for some of those movies that earlier this year that were okay. PVOD, right? The Hunt, I think we paid 20 for that. Yes, yeah. Um, so probably up to like 35 or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they broke the news from Joe Drake, the chairman of Lionsgate Motion Picture Group, uh, that they will be skipping theaters and going to, to streaming. Are they allowed to do that? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what AMC says. <laughs> okay. I'm sure they have a say in this, right? They always fucking do. worded letter. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, watch out. AMC's coming for you. <laughs> and while they come after you for your movies. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to give you coronavirus. <laughs> They're going to give you coronavirus, too. Uh, so AMC has established that they are doing a 15-cent ticket promo for the opening day, which I think is the 20th. So in a few days, that's coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, they are going to be selling tickets for 15 cents in honor of the cost of what tickets went for in 1920 when the company began. Okay. I mean, uh, I understand the sentiment, but yeah. So, I guess they're going for that whole. Are they also going to be? Are they also going to be playing movies that came out in 1920? Uh, no, they are not. Okay, well, missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, right. Not that people I mean, that'd be like, well, yeah, I guess we'll definitely not be coming to like the a theater. silent movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it pairs what nicely with the silent virus. I'm sure this is also just their way of encouraging people to come to their theater, right? Yeah. To knock out the competition on the opening releases. Yeah. So they aren't going to other theaters. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. It's not even going to be, like, new release stuff. So, like, you couldn't go see New Mutants or whatever. Yeah. Well, I guess that wouldn't be out yet. But whatever is out, you couldn't go see that. You're restricted to what they are calling titles with the legacy label. Um, some examples are Black Panther. Okay. And The Empire Strikes Back. Which are 
good movies, but like I don't know if I would rush to the theater to see those. Yeah. I could watch them at home on Disney Plus. Exactly. Literally watch them at home on yeah. Disney Plus. <laughs> for zero cents. Yeah. And not get coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean I mean as far as there's we know, no guarantees yeah. there. <laughs> but <laughs> You don't know my life. The odds are less. <laughs> uh yeah. So that's a thing. Yep. I think it's very uh, stupid that they're doing this. I yeah. think they are encouraging more people to show up, mm-hmm. and it's not smart. Yeah. Because the whole idea is to social distance. So, like, let's just humor the idea that they have a lot of people show up. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do then? They can't let everybody in. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to have people you're turning away, potentially. Because mm-hmm. they're going to have to sit, like, apart from each other, too, right? I would assume so. I don't know. I fail to understand any of it right now. Because I would imagine they'd have to be at least half capacity, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, our area is probably not going to have to worry about this. But, like, yeah, other not. areas might Because they were like that even before. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I don't even want to go here because... I know. If it's 15 cents, you're going to get a lot of fucking <laughs> shitty people. Y- yeah, it's going to be bad. <laughs> but speaking of shitty things, the third Spider-Man film is rumored to be called Homesick. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is strictly based off larger websites that are using the the title "homesick" in their writing. Mm-hmm. I think Esquire and Maxim are using that, mm-hmm. um, and also reports that the film is being prepped for filming in Atlanta, Georgia, where they are supposedly using the term "homesick." Okay, but I don't think it's been official, and it's just basically a rumor at this point that that's right. what it is. It seems like. I don't know. People are just so... I guess people are bored, and they just really want to find news. I hope it's wrong. Yeah. Because I think it's fucking terrible. It's a really lame name. I think it's a terrible name. I I get it. They want to use the word home in there, which I don't fucking get why they're so obsessed with this. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'm an idiot, but... What happened to Morbius again? It got delayed. I think till like, next year. Okay. Got it. I feel, I just assumed so, but I just, you know, on the subject of Spider-Man, I was like, wait a minute, whatever happened to that? Yeah, it it got delayed. I think Venom even got delayed. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're not seeing any of these kind of movies till next year. Fair enough. But on the subject of Morbius, Jared Leto, uh, he's confirmed on Twitter that he is starring in the next Tron movie, which uh, I think was rumored like shortly before this official announcement by him. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess that just confirms it's a thing. Uh, but the original post, here's the thing. He had typed in the name as Tron Ares. Mm. Uh, but that tweet was deleted and replaced with the same thing, but using just the term Tron as the movie mm, he will so be So he in. goofed then. Yes. Or his social media person goofed. So somebody <laughs> probably called up and said, hey, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Take that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Take it down or you'll be the Joker again. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's really it for our, our spree of news. Yeah. It seems like we had a lot. Yeah. We have a couple more things a little bit bigger, but um, uh, our bigger topic I wanted to save for last, even though it's gaming. Uh, Halo Infinite was delayed. I know. Everybody's shitting their three, pants. Four, 343 Industries uh, put out a statement that they have delayed this game to 2021. They did not say a quarter mm-hmm. or any part of 2021. So for all we know, it's the end of the fucking year. Yeah. But it's likely going to be within the first quarter yeah. or two, I would imagine. Yeah. 
probably get like a spring release, I would say. Yeah. If they are not drastically behind. It would make sense. Um, so basically the delay came from what they've said. Uh, they want to improve the game and deliver the experience that meets their vision. Mm-hmm. Um, they referenced coronavirus having an impact on development, which of course, of course I mean, it's been eight fucking months of this. So, um, and there's also reports that uh, they use outsourced uh, development more than they typically would in a game. Oh, okay. Cycle because I guess it happens in most games that they outsource some of the development, but mm-hmm. I guess they did potentially did more with mm-hmm. this game because of the situation with the. Uh, Pandemic, Gotcha. Uh, which then caused a problem because it wasn't, I guess, what they were looking for. I don't know exact details, but that's the rumors right now. Um, but overall, this has just gotten negative responses from people. People are really upset about this. Um, I just feel like Microsoft just can't win with this fucking game. I know. Everyone wants to shit on it. It's, they just can't. They just I, can't win. I still don't understand why anyone in today's society would be like, meh, how dare you delay this item? Yeah. <laughs> this thing that you've been working on for ages, but everything's been shut down and nobody could do anything normally, but fuck you for delaying it yeah. and taking longer to do something. Because you have to imagine that even if they're working at home, there's got to be a delay in the process of getting the tech and gear over to people's homes in yeah. order for them to be able to work exactly. properly on exactly. stuff. Also, I just... When things are delayed, it's only going to be better. Yes, exactly. They don't delay it's things like, to make them worse. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm honest. It's disappointing, yes, for people not being able to play it as soon as they thought they could. Mm-hmm. But it's not something where they're like, oh, well, we're just not going to have this feature. And here you go. Like, that. that's worse. Why would you want them to release the game in an unfinished state? Yeah. GTA. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can argue that it's still unfinished because they just Ex- keep... Exactly. I like do it. That's exactly my um, point. But here's the thing, too. I feel like this game is getting a lot of hate mm-hmm. before the delay. And people are mocking it that it's a terrible game and that it's going to be trash, right? But, like, I don't seem to see the same hatred for other games that are being delayed. I feel like this is a straight bias. And I hate saying that, but I really feel like there's a bias on, not necessarily Halo, but just Xbox right now. Where, you know, you look at CG Project Red's Cyberpunk 2077. It got delayed. People were upset. But overall, people were fine. Yeah. They were excited just at the idea that it's going to be better. Exactly. Um, Last of Us 2 came out recently. Mm -hmm. That got delayed at the time. Mm -hmm. People overall were okay with that. Yep. Again. It I mean, only that makes part it better. of it anyway. Yeah, right. After it came, <laughs> after the leak and all that shit, people yeah. were upset. But yeah. the actual but the delay, part. delay part, people weren't upset about. Um, and so I just feel like, why does it seem like Xbox or Halo just seems to not have the same treatment as other games that are being delayed in the same year for the same exact problems, mm-hmm. you know, issues with delays from the pandemic or what have you yeah i it it does seem that way you're right also you know we referenced a crunch let's just go off that let's say there is no pandemic just off the basis of crunch which always happens in games Mm -hmm. we're trying to get away from that idea of making people 
crunch and work 80-hour weeks and insane exhaustion to get games done, right? Yeah. So just off that concept, wouldn't you want this to be delayed just for the good-hearted nature of not overworking people? Right. Exactly. Like, maybe they had this goal in mind with the expectation that the current workflow would be as it always, as it has been. And maybe they were like, we need to just chill out and maybe take it slower to make sure people don't get burned out. Yeah. I think the biggest issue, uh, I would say, is the impact this could have on the launch of the console itself for Xbox Series X. Yeah, that's X. a fair point. Uh, do you think this is going to be something that puts a, the last nail in the coffin for, we'll call it the console war of next gen, no. even though I don't agree with that concept not at all um so you think that this game alone is not going to impact whether people make or break the decision to buy an xbox at launch versus a playstation or just whether they're going to buy an xbox now or later i don't think that this was going to be the decision maker i think it might have helped a few people be more excited about it but i don't think you can't deny this is the flagship title for xbox yeah this was going to be their staple for the launch right but Uh, i I think they'll find something else i mean they have like i think over 100 games that they've established for the series x so yeah i don't know how many of those are actually coming out launch but yeah there's some good games coming out uh i'm just gonna be honest what does playstation have besides miles morales as a launch title as far as we know Right, I... I I mean, maybe there's something out there I can't think of right now, Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's the only title that they really have. Um, Yeah, the only, like... Otherwise, I feel like both consoles are really heavily relying on current-gen games upgrading to next-gen to give that longevity of of entertainment until their AAA titles are starting to to release and get, get... finished up from the delay right of the pandemic so yeah no i agree yeah i think it's just it's unfortunate that they don't get to do the whole launch with the console situation but yeah. it's for the but better it's not like this is the first halo game that didn't come out at launch i think halo 2 was a, a supposed to be a launch title and i don't think it ended up being one i mm. think that got delayed um wasn't halo 2 the one that you and your friends like got really into playing that was like your Oh, yeah. Favorite one or shit, whatever. Uh, uh, we played the, the hell out of that game yeah. back in the day. It was yeah. a great game. That was obviously the peak of Halo, I'd say. Halo 3 was huge, too, but I don't, I don't think it had the quite the nostalgia of Halo 2. Right. Um, at the end of the day. But I don't, I'm looking forward to Halo Infinite, but I, I mean, again, it's on Game Pass. I'm going to be doing Game Pass, so yeah. it's not really something that I need to stress whether when it comes out. Plus... I feel like people have so many fucking games that they have on either Backlog or are also coming out. You know, Assassin's yeah. Creed Valhalla is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. That's a November launch. You know, people are going to want to play games like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cyberpunk is coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge fucking game. Yep. So, and CD Projekt Red is kind of backed with Xbox as far as the marketing for that game. That's so, true. It will be on PlayStation, but I feel like that game alone is a suitable replacement for Halo for anybody who needs to have that shooter. Right. It's going to have a lot of really interesting weapon mechanics in that game. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, 
that was you would think that was our biggest news but sadly it's not uh yeah. <laughs> yeah uh the biggest story i think probably of the week was there's a lot of layers to this story but i guess the big one is that apple took fortnite off of the app store and then fortnite was like well we're gonna sue you <laughs> yeah so epic put a secondary uh in-app purchasing thing inside the game that Apple claims violates the terms of their of using their app store. So as a result of that, uh, Apple took the game out. They were like, oh, you're violating our terms. We're not going to have your game on our app store. And so then as a result of that, Epic was like, well, you guys are basically a monopoly. And so we're going to sue you for violating the antitrust laws. Mm-hmm. And they also put like a, a video thing the commercial the commercial the mock commercial of the like it was like 1980 1984 and it was like so the like the statement on there uh, at the end of that video is so it's on youtube and within the game fortnite obviously Mm. and it says epic games has defied the app store monopoly in retaliation apple is blocking fortnite from a billion devices join the fight to stop 2020 from becoming 1984 hashtag free fortnite I was like, okay. What a overly dramatic (laughs) response. Not that serious. But how douchey is that? Yeah. They took a infamous commercial that Apple did back in the day for Mm -hmm. their for their Mac products. Yeah. And they flipped it on. They just like hijacked it. And they just spoofed it. Yeah. To basically fucking slap them in their face with their their dick. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, so this all happened on Thursday, August 13th, um, and I guess Apple takes a 30% fee from in-app purchases because you have to use their in-app purchasing engine or whatever when you're part Mm -hmm. of their store, which 30% is high. I didn't realize it was that high. Can you imagine? It used to be higher. I think it's lowered since. Can you imagine how much money they're making on fucking Fortnite, which is literally reliant on in-app purchases? And I think what... uh, I think what Epic did was they they had the in app or inside their game yes. market was even cheaper yes than what it was Apple was doing yes. so it was really kind of encouraging you not to use the Apple one yes so just for anybody who had just FYI anybody who already had downloaded the game still has access to it at this point mm-hmm. they're still able to purchase inside the game and in the app store their money for Fortnite, whatever the fuck that's called, right? V-Bucks or something? Yeah. Um, And so it still works, but they just don't. Nobody has access to go download the game. So, uh, fun fact, they already did this with Google. This already happened, and it wasn't a huge shitstorm. So you want to know why? Why? Because Google, <laughs> um, they also took it off of the App Store, and they were like, it's violating our terms. Mm. And But nobody shit their pants, because in Android phones, you can just go download an app from somewhere else. On Apple, you can't. Mm-hmm. They don't let you. Because they control the market. Because they control everything. Yeah. And so it's just interesting because I was like, I didn't even realize any of this happened because I don't give a fuck about Fortnite. Mm. So I wasn't paying attention. But and I was like, I got kind of like deeper and I just kept peeling off the layers. And I was like, oh, and this happened and this happened. I'm like, oh my God, there's like so many like facets yeah. to the story. Pulling out the popcorn. Exactly. I was like, this is yeah. actually kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, and so, yes, uh, if the same thing happened with Google, f- uh, f- uh, Epic put their in-app purchasing inside their game, and then Google was like, nope, bye-bye, and they said, well, Fortnite remains available on Android, we can no longer make it available on Play because it violates our policies, so whatever the fuck that means. Um, however, we welcome the opportunity to continue our discussion with Epic and bring Fortnite back to Google Play. 
basically all that forces the, the user to do who has an Android is to go to Fortnite's website or whatever the fuck, Epic's website, and mm-hmm. download the Epic's separate app launcher and get it that way. So gotcha. it's not the end of the story. With yeah. iOS, you're not able to do that. Um, so that's why it's like a huge shitstorm. Um, and let's see, I have a couple other statements from different parties in this, which are kind of interesting. Um, in the antitrust lawsuit that Epic lodged against Apple, um, it re- they're just requesting that Apple allow, quote, allow fair competition in mobile app distribution. Mm-hmm. And so what they're saying, it's important to note that because people are, my first thought was like, oh, great, everybody just fucking wants money from everybody, you know. But it actually says Epic is not seeking monetary compensation from this court for the injuries it has suffered. Injuries is such a weird word, but whatever. Um, Nor is Epic seeking favorable treatment for itself, a single company. Instead, Epic is seeking injunctive relief to allow fair competition in these two key markets that directly affect hundreds of millions of consumers and tens of thousands, if not more, of third-party app developers. Well, let's be honest. It favors them because... They make a shit ton of money off Fortnite, so it may not be from the lawsuit, but they're getting money out of this. Exactly, they are losing money, and they're not, but they're not suing for recompense of money they may have lost from being off the app store. They're just saying we want the right to make that money, and it makes them look really fucking good if they are the martyr to yes to help smaller developers get access to profiting on their exactly so epic is claiming that apple's terms are yes they might violate their terms but their terms are unlawful in and of themselves Mm -hmm. so they are the terms actually breached the u.s antitrust laws which were like 1889 or something like a really fucking long time ago i didn't realize they were that old that were like made to or established to like to get rid of all the fucking monopolies that were happening back then yeah um and so essentially you're forced as a developer to agree to those terms to get access to the users in the ios store you you're like i want to provide an app to the ios store so that people that have apple devices can use it you have to agree to those terms or you can't get in the store Mm -hmm. so it's like it's kind of sucks um apple's statement after this happened, um, to The Verge, which is one of the articles I was reading, said um, it indicates that they plan to work with Epic to, quote, resolve these violations, but they have no intention to create, quote, a, quote, special arrangement for Epic. However, there is precedent for special arrangements. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as it turns out, because they were, like, going on, there was more stuff in this part, and they were saying, like, oh, yeah, we don't do special shit. Like, it's just, this is, yeah. this is how it is across the board. It's how it works, you know? Yeah. But they made agreements with Amazon because yeah. they've done it with developers out and, and companies outside of the gaming industry. Yes, they claim that it was a special agreement due to the fact that it was a streaming service, and so because it's a gaming developer, they're like, "Well, we don't make special arrangements." Arrangements, but like if you made an arrangement with somebody, you can make arrangements with anybody. You just mm-hmm. have to allow that rule. You have to allow that to happen. Um, so. And then they even cut the subscription price or their cut of the subscriptions to Prime Video uh, to 15% instead of 30 so that they could get the Amazon uh, app on the App Store. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because they know that they're losing a lot of money by not having it. Exactly. So, so it's just funny that they're like, well, we're not going to do special arrangements. But it's funny because Fortnite, they're losing money with that too. Cause exactly. They're, they're, that's they're a losing, fucking huge thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What? How, tell me your thoughts. Uh, well, I kind of wanted to piggyback off of the whole I, like, beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember shortly before this, like within the same week, mm-hmm. Apple decided that 
the uh, X Cloud streaming for Xbox yes. was not uh, allowed because yes. it violated their terms mm-hmm. because they could not they could never properly rate and um, censor or whatever. Because they have to review they couldn't all review the content. Yeah. The games that would be streamed within the app itself. And so they basically said that it's not allowed on our on yes, our service. That's a good point. And Excellent. so xCloud is not even going to be on iPhone. And yeah. that's a huge problem that's for people. That's a huge problem. Um, so if you have iPhone and you plan on streaming on Xbox or yeah. whatever the future of you know, gaming. small screen gaming is, <laughs> yeah. you're fucked. You have to yeah. go to Android or yeah. see what happens. Yeah. So, you know, so that happened and now this happens, right? Mm-hmm. Another gaming device. So it just has me wondering, is this is this a direct attack on the gaming industry in itself as far as the market goes? Because there's been many rumors that Apple is trying to get into the gaming market mm. with a console at some point. But let's say they don't even have that going on. Right. They do have Apple Arcade. That's true. Which is a service that they provide Mm -hmm. for, I think it's like $5 a month or whatever, with like, you know, phone mobile games. Yeah, trash uh, games. With no ads and all that stuff, right? So that alone is something that they have incentive to keep people on Apple for gaming, right? Yeah. So if you have the option to download an app for Xbox and play big AAA games for mm-hmm. free, essentially, on yeah. Apple's phones and, and right. devices, Yeah. why would you ever pay for little phone games on their service? Right? Exactly. Especially when they're trash games. So, <laughs> I think it's very clear that that was not a move because they couldn't review stuff. It was yeah. a move because they couldn't profit they off of that. They viewed it as a competitor that they couldn't make money off of. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now Fortnite is doing the same thing where mm-hmm. they're threatening their yeah. profitability by having a market within it that gives them less money out of it. Actually, Ex- zero money, right? Zero money, yeah. The only money they would get... No, it's a free app, so never mind. Zero money, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'd only make money if somebody bought through their market version yes. of the V-Bucks. Yes. I think, I just, I'm torn because I kind of can see both sides. Yeah, I agree. Everybody signed the paper that we agree to pay 30% to be on your market, right? Mm-hmm. So technically that's out there. That's the contract they signed, Yeah. right? Yeah. At least I assume it's a contract. I don't know. They're businesses, I mean, it's, it's so I imagine they have to have a contract. It's the right? terms of service where you scroll all the way along exactly. and click agree. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> by that logic, then like, well, like you know what you signed up for. Yeah. But at the same time, I do understand that if you need to see change, you got to make it. Exactly. And if nobody stands up, then it's never going to change. And they're just, I mean, it's not like fucking Apple needs this money. I know. Come on. Look how fucking big they are. Yeah. They're... They're not gonna. Hurt. They just they they acknowledge how much money they've been making off of it, and they're like, "Well, we we, we want that still." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when companies be like, "Oh, we we're at a loss of this amount this year because we haven't been selling stuff." It's like, "Well, but you're still profiting. Mm-hmm. You didn't lose money. You just didn't theoretically make as much that as you a, wanted." It was a theoretical loss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lost this many theoretical dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so it's interesting because you know, essentially we have two, I guess you could argue three with Microsoft 
mm-hmm. or four even with Google, powerhouse companies, like big trillion dollar fucking companies mm-hmm. who are fighting over the basically trying to see who has the bigger dick. Yes. Seems that way. <laughs> dick wars. Yeah. Dick wars. It's not about Fortnite, just our dicks. Dick wars. <laughs> yeah. It's very interesting how things are going with the fights between the larger companies that own everything. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's basically it, right? Yeah, we, we, we got to wait to see what happens. Yeah. I'll be here with my popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we are running freaking long in this episode. Sure are. Well, let's uh, get into stuff we watched and played this week. Uh, just a quick review of our rating system uh, for anybody who has not been listening. Uh, burn it means we hated it. We want to throw it in the trash and get the fuck out of here. Nobody likes that. Uh, sample it if it's not very good, maybe disappointing, but like not the worst thing ever. And we're going to test it if it was okay or fine. Um, neutral about it. Neutral, yeah. Uh, and we're going to slice it if it was pretty good, but not like incredible. And we're going to dissect it if we absolutely loved it and we'll watch it again or it's we just really liked it, right? And if we're both going to dissect it, then we're DTF. As we should be. As we should be, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know about you, but I played on PlayStation 4 Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Oh, yes, you told me about which this. Which was a game that we had talked about being a PlayStation Plus uh, August release. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I didn't realize was this is actually a new game that was coming out. Mm-hmm. So it's on PlayStation 4 and it's on PC. Uh, but I think PC you pay for. Okay. So if you had PlayStation, you get the game for free. Got it. Because it's part of PlayStation Plus? Yes. Okay. So I guess they're just marketing the game for whatever reason. Right. So essentially what this game is, is it's a battle royale game. Mm-hmm. But instead of you killing everybody else, you're just doing, like, competitions to place at the finish line within the top X amount of people. Okay. So it's kind of like nin- Ninja Warrior or okay. Wipeout or, like... Got it. Or The Floor is Lava, where the fuck that show is. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like those kind of things where there are obstacle courses that you run through with these little minion-like characters mm-hmm. that are... And is it completely designed as a microtransaction setup? Okay. And is it physics based? Are they like flopping all over the place, or are they just characters? They're just characters. Okay. You just move I... with the, the control or the joystick, and then you can jump and you can dive, which you'll use to like get across platforms. It's a basically a platformer. Okay. As a battle royale. Okay. So you'll go through obstacles. Things will be flying, swinging by, trying to knock you off, or. Or you'll have to jump or it'll be like a teeter-totter situation where you have to like run to the top as it's turning and then mm-hmm. you have to jump to the next one and okay. stuff like that. Um, and it gets more challenging. There's multiple rounds. So you'll start, I think it's like, I don't even know how many people, it's at least 100 that start out and then you get to the top 40 in the first round and then it gets lower and lower and then eventually it's who's the last person alive. Or okay. whatever. Or, Got it. Or standing at the end of the the last trial. I played 
a couple hours. They're, they're pretty quick matches, especially if you lose. <laughs> um, I placed pretty well in some of them. I have not gotten first. I don't think I ever will. Um, I don't know if I care enough about the game to ever commit to trying to get first. Okay. It's fun and it's entertaining, but I feel like it's going to lose its excitement pretty quickly. Okay. It would be a fun party game, I think. I don't know if you could play in co-op, but I think it would be a fun party game for people to just kind of mess around with their friends. Yeah, that makes sense. Not that you should do it right now. Right. But... um, It's uh, 60 players, by the way. It's 60 players. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I thought there was more. Yeah. I just remember reading that, so I just was verifying. I thought it was being crazy. Uh, So, here's the thing. Yeah. I think it makes sense that it's free, but on PC it's not. You got to pay for it. Yeah. Which that's where I don't understand why. Yeah. This game is very small, and as far as I could tell, there's only so many obstacle courses that they do. They they rotate through like so it's it's random. So you're not like mm, okay set to the same ones for every round. It's like they have X amount of courses, and then it'll randomize what course you're on for each round. So you may do a course. The first round, but then you may do that course again on a different game in the third round. Oh, okay. Um, and they even have setups where you play in teams for some of the rounds. So, Like with randos? Yeah, so you're kind of okay. like restricted to having to hope that your team is good <laughs> Yeah. in that round or else you could get eliminated because your team sucked. Gotcha. Even though you were personally good. Got it. Up to that point. That's a bummer. So in that aspect, it kind of sucks. But here's where I think it shouldn't be a game that you buy, which I assume you will after this point of the month, after right. it's no longer on PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. right? The game looks like it's heavily based around microtransactions as far as um, your little minion characters. They're basically just like these white, twinky-looking things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they have a marketplace that you can buy costumes of okay. variety so like of shit. Fortnite, then. Yeah. Right. Um I think you can get them through in-game currency, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's a lot of fucking effort. Got like it. you got to play a lot of fucking times to get enough currency to do it. Okay. But I think you can also just pay to get okay. stuff that you want. Gotcha. So I feel like this is going to be look at this constant fucking market of shit that's going to be added to the costumes and you right. can just Make your character look like anything you fucking want, right? So, in that aspect, I'm like, well, this should be a free game. Especially with the content amount that they have. I feel like there's very limited events for each course or whatever. Right. At least in my experience, I didn't play a huge variety of them. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like it's a very small game. Like I said, it's fun, but it's nothing special. I'm going to have to say I would give it a test it. Okay. It's I'm neutral on it. Like it it's fun-ish, but I just don't think I would spend a lot of time on it. But I could see why people really enjoy this. Got it. Just not your thing, really. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh I again didn't play anything, so I'm going to go ahead and rate myself as a gamer and I'm going to burn that. <laughs> just throw yourself in a firenado. Throw myself in a firenado and Inject walk yourself away. with a plague and throw yourself in. Yeah. Call it good. Yeah. I haven't played anything except for Scrabble on my phone, so I'm doing okay, very... Okay, well, you're going to rate that? Doing very poorly in the gaming realm. Why don't you rate Scrabble? Scrabble? Oh, I don't know. It's a... It's a... 
just depends on how bored I am in whatever meeting I'm not wanting to be in. Uh, I'm going to say I will test it. <laughs> okay. Sometimes it's entertaining, but I I lose patience very quickly. So I get yeah. pissed off whenever I play people. Is it more like you just have friends that want to play against you rather than you want to actually play? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. but I was like that with like Rob really liked that game for a while. And so we always played. Scrabble? Is that the one? Oh, Words with Friends. Oh, same yeah. thing, right? No, it's the same thing. But I'm surprised that Rob would yeah. want to play that. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't care enough about the game. Yeah. I, I just mainly, I get really pissed off because I'll play against people that I know don't know what that word means. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, beat the shit out of me because they got, like, 77 points on a just, word that I'm 100% certain they randomly guessed was a word. There's probably an app that you can get that... That cheats for you? That cheats for you. Uh-huh. You put yes, in the letters you have, true. it probably gives you fucking That is very true. That exists. Guaranteed someone And made so an I get mad because I'm like, this bitch doesn't fucking know what that word means. And then yeah. I'm like, but I don't have any good words. Mm-hmm. I think Apple has the app that, that lets you cheat like that. Yeah. Uh, but they take 30% of your score. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> so we watched um, the first episode of Star Trek Lower Decks, which finally came out August 6th. Yeah, so YouTube apparently they dro- they dropped the first episode on there for a, basically a f- people to watch. Yeah, for trying free to get to you get to them want to, to subscribe yeah. to CBS All Access. Which Jokes you. on you. Yeah, I just unsubscribed. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this show Lower Decks, we kind of br- briefly talked about it. I think when we saw the trailer, right? But yeah, we talked about it. It focuses on the support crew on the Lower Decks. Um, serving on one of Starfleet's least important ships, the USS Cerritos, in the year 2380. Um, so it's kind of like the background and the behind-the-scenes people that aren't that important bridge crew that we're used to seeing in Star Trek shows. Mm-hmm. And it's animated, and uh, it's funny. Um, we are, There are ten episodes of this first season, and we only watched the one because it was the free one. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I have two questions for you. Would you keep watching it? And as a side note, would you subscribe to CBS All Access for it? Yes, I would keep watching it. No, I would not subscribe. Okay. So you would keep watching it if we get it if we get CBS All Access for another reason. I'll get CBS All Access for Discovery when that's completed Fair. the third season. Like when it Agreed. airs the entire third season and I could binge that. Yeah. I will get one month if I cannot get a trial. I agree with you on that one. Um, and then I will also watch this. We're on the same page right there. I feel like this episode made me laugh. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But not enough that I was in love with it. Yes. Um, but I'm also not a huge Star Trek person. I Basically all of my Star Trek exposure is the newer movies mm-hmm. and these shows yeah. that are on CBS. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there was a lot of inside jokes for the canon of Star Trek Mm -hmm. in this cartoon, but I didn't know what they were. Mm -hmm. Um, so I probably would have enjoyed it more if I caught references that I didn't understand. Got it. Um, but the overall concept was fine. It felt like a Futurama meets, um, I don't like, I would say Rick and Morty, but like not as extreme. Right. Yeah, I agree. Futurama meets Solar Opposites. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. Um, yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. 
the characters aren't lovable to me, no. but they are fine. Yeah, I'm not hooked on any of the characters. There's a lot of um, people, there's, I don't know, it's, I don't know where I was going. I like the diversity, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, they, they seem like, you know, we referenced this, like, it's a cartoon, so they better mm-hmm. have a lot of variety of aliens and yes. species yeah. on the ship. Yeah. Which, so far, it seems like they have. Yes. Agreed. Um, I think the first episode was a very clear, hey, let's take something that people like right now yeah. and, and put that in the first episode so that it lures people in. Right. Yeah, just, like, focus on, like, the the background things that like there's a big big bullshit thing happening like a big event that Mm. you would see in a normal star trek show but then you have people that are like on a date in the background or whatever like random shit like yeah i don't think that's a spoiler right it's fine no yeah like it so it's it's entertaining you see these funny little like part of the most of the jokes are like this is funny that they're doing that at the same time as this other thing is happening um but yeah i agree i would not subscribe for it but i will watch it whenever we get cbs all access again i'm gonna say slice it it was pretty good but it's not enough to get me to subscribe okay so you liked it yeah okay that's why i would say test it then for me yeah i liked it but not enough that i would go out of my way for it right um but again it's the first episode i I imagine if we watched more i'd probably be more into it yeah I At least agree. I would hope so. Yeah. Guess there's only two ways to go: either more into it or less into it, right? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, our big topic of what we watched would be uh, the Umbrella Academy season two. We yes. binged the shit out of that actually mm-hmm. in like what two days? Yeah, like maybe three Main, at most. Mainly one. Yeah, mainly one day. Yeah. <laughs> most of it was like in one day. Yeah. Uh, so this is on Netflix. Came out July thirty first. Mm-hmm. Uh, basic premise: the series is based on a collection of comics and graphic novels created and written by uh, My Chemical Romance lead singer Gerard Way. Yeah, which I just learned looking stuff up about this. So clearly, I was not paying attention when yeah. we talked about the first season. You were like, "What?" I know. I was just like doing stuff, and you're we were watching something. And I was, I like, was what? like really confused. I was like. <laughs> Is everything okay? Like, I thought, like, something really traumatic had happened and you were... I was just distraught. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, how did I either completely disregard this information the first time around or... I mean, I feel like we very clearly had this conversation that he was the creator of the show and we watched the first season. Unless I blacked out? I don't know. Um, So I was just... I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole figuring out what other stuff he had done. I was like, wow, I learned a lot lot of new things. Yeah. So... (laughs) But basically, the the premise for this this is my summary, so I'll say it because you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Okay. Uh, <laughs> adults with superpowers who were born the same day and all adopted and raised by the same billionaire are all fighting to restore a timeline and get things back to normal. It's kind of like a quick, quick and dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more backstory to that, so if you don't know anything about the show, yeah. go look it up. I mean, this is obviously season two. That's, yes. That's more of the premise of season one. Well, yeah, their backstory season one, but basically the whole thing that now is that they're all in somewhere in time trying to go back to normal. Yeah. In the simplest way possible. They're trying to get things back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we watched all ten of the episodes in the season, and obviously we can't say would we keep watching. I mean, I would watch another season, yes, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I can say I would, <laughs> yeah. yes. I I. <laughs> Where's season I, three? Yeah. Um, I will say something else. I like this a lot better than season one. 
Easily. Easily. I, uh, I think their powers got better. Mm-hmm. I think the graphics were better. Maybe they just had more money. I don't know. I. It's interesting because I, you remember when we were talking about the trailer, I was not that into it. I was really kind of like, really, this looks kind of dumb, actually, mm-hmm. after I was excited about it. I do remember it. that, so I was interested to hear your opinions um, on it after that. I guess I just didn't catch what was going on in the trailer, because I did not realize that this whole premise was based around a big historical event that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, so once I caught on to that this was tied into something like that, yeah. I was really hooked. Yeah. And I, I was just all about it. Trying to see where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, it ties into the uh, whole Kennedy presidency in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And so what I really liked about this show for this season specifically was that it really catered to all of the characters. It wasn't really just about one like I felt like the yes. first season was. Agreed. Uh, 11 was it? Is she the one? Is it seven. 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 Okay. You're thinking Ellen of Stranger Page. Things? Okay, yeah. I guess I am. <laughs> That's the thing now, I guess. Yeah, huh? yeah. Netflix is like the name Numbers. Their, name everybody with numbers? Yeah. Uh, so seven. Okay. Ellen Page, right? Correct, yes. Okay. I felt like season one was really focused on her. This season, I feel like it really spread out and was more diversified to each character. Yes, I agree. We got a lot more... Uh, Distrib- evenly distributed t- screen time for everybody and we really got to see more story from each person rather than kind yeah. of all focusing down on one. Yeah. And what was interesting was even though they were all tied together for what was going on, they had their their independent stories that they didn't really interact with each other mm-hmm. like I expected they would. Until they did. Until they had to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. I really did enjoy the show. I like how they incorporated historical things into, like, certain characters and their personalities. Yes. And, like, how they would adapt to being in this timeline that they yeah. are not... A, like, they're not you know, from. They're, yeah. they're not from. Yeah. And I think it really works well with the personalities and, like, what they would have done. Absolutely. And I really have to say that Robert Sheehan is probably the this just the scene stealer in general. Which one was he? Um... The one who can talk to ghosts. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) He, I I still can't tell if he's just playing himself because I feel like he's that character always. Uh, You said that he was from another show you watched. Yes. uh, I only know him from this show. I watched him, I watched the show, oh fuck, what was it called? It was a show, it was like a British British show, right? It was a British show about like teenagers who had to do community service and they all got superpowers. The great... Muffin Bake Off. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> but that show was so funny and, like, raunchy and different. But I don't remember what it was. From, like, the, the mid-2000s. I watched it when I was in college on Hulu. Mm-hmm. and um, Back when Hulu was free. Back when it was free. Ads. Yeah, exactly. Now um, it's, you pay for it with ads. Misfits is what it was called. <laughs> and he was the weirdest, wackiest character. And I was like... Dumb question. What? Is it based off the band? No. Okay. But I think it's based off a graphic novel, which makes sense now that I think about it. Anyway, uh, similar idea, like, they're misfits, and mm. then they some weird shit happens, and they all get different superpowers, but, like, they're weird superpowers. So... Yeah, like, um, the ability to talk to dead people? <laughs> no, like, one, not this guy, but one of the characters has the ability to control milk. 
okay. <laughs> like, so if somebody drank a glass of milk, he, he could, could theoretically... Drown them in it. Oh. Well, that took a dark turn. Yeah. Or he could suck, like, he could I make it come out of their mouth. I was going to say he could theoretically control the person because they have milk in them. He could I don't know if he could go that far. Move Maybe. Move the milk in the body. Maybe. And there was like, one he's of like, them. He's like milk of magneto. Milk <laughs> of magneto. And then there was another one who had the power, like, if you touched her, you would immediately want to have sex with her. Like, an overwhelming desire to have sex with her. But so like, didn't. she had the ability had the to, power to have people attract her. To arouse her. people. For I mean, her. Was she just hot? Yes. Okay. But so. she always... It would have been better if she was hideous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, that show's hilarious. We should check it out sometime. And I like, think you would enjoy like, it. Like, some, she's at like a bar and some fucking bitch is hella mean to her. Yeah. And then this chick just steals her man. Yeah. And the chick doesn't know what happened. Yeah. Because she's hideous. Yeah. It would be perfect. Yeah. So, anyway, he, uh, Robert Sheehan was in that, and he was, like, this weird, wacky character with powers, and now he's another weird, wacky character with powers, and then I also feel like every time I see him in, like, interviews and stuff, he's, like, got the same, like, style uh, as I'm this character. I'm never watching interviews with him, so. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't regularly do that either, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens sometimes. You're not doing it between your Scrabble games? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, so I am gonna give, I'm gonna dissect this one. I thought it was really, really good, and I probably would watch it again, and I would definitely watch a season three. Okay. Well, what it, what you're telling me is we're DTF. I am telling you that. Because I absolutely loved this. Good. And I know I was not in the mood for it in the beginning, but I, yeah. I absolutely loved Got, it. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think it was the better of the two seasons. Yes. I will say, I hope this isn't really spoilery. I will say, I do feel like they kind of rehashed some plot lines from the first season and this one, but the way that they did it makes sense, and I guess it, like you can't really expect much more out of that since right. the whole show is based on superpowers and... Yes. Other things of that nature. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I loved how everybody had like a... I guess I don't want to say an arc, but like they they had some kind of internal growth. Yeah. Uh, that really stood out from what they were in the first season. I agree. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they go with this in the third season, if that sticks or if it completely changes again because they are no longer in the atmosphere that they're in. That's a good point. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. And there's a lot of twists in this season that I was not expecting. Yes, that's true. They added some new characters that, that were really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one other complaint I would have is there is a certain character that they introduced in this show who has very minimal time on the show. Mm-hmm. And I really wish he was like more of like a plot point character that he really wasn't. He was just kind of there for, I don't know, background, I guess. And then they didn't do much with him. Mm. Yeah. Like, I just thought he was like the coolest character. Yeah. And then really, they didn't do much with it. I would love it. to have seen more about that character's origin and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And I thought it was oh. funny, too, because I completely forgot about some things from the first season. Mm-hmm. And then they referenced them in the show. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, I didn't even think about it. It had no effect on me watching yeah. this season until I realized that I completely forgot about it. Right. But I think they did a great job at 
highlighting what life was like in the 60s for each of them. Uh, yes. Being of the backgrounds that they are. Definitely. And the, uh, the different kind of ethnically, people. Ethnically, sexually. And all the people that they met throughout their adventures. Mm-hmm. There was a good uh, array of individuals that we got to see a cross-section of in the 60s. Yep. Yeah. It was overall yeah. a great, great season. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my biggest complaint is that we watched it so fucking quickly that <laughs> now we have a very long time to see, so they should see the show again. Yeah, that's true. Uh, how long was the... The gap between first and second season. I feel like it was more than a year. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, a show like this, I feel like it would have to be a couple of years because of the production value. I almost wish they did the, these kind of shows where they're really big and popular, like, two parts. You know what I mean? I kind of yeah. wish they did, like, here's the first half of the season, and then six months later, here's the second half of the season. Uh, February 15th, 2019 was the final episode of season one. And then it did. Well, I mean... 2019. Is what it, did, I not, did I say that wrong? Well, but they, they air it all at once. It's it's a binge show. They don't Sorry. put episode to episode. Sorry. I just skipped to the bottom to read the last one. But yes, they're all the same. That's true. Okay. So that was the release date. <laughs> the February 15th, 2019. Okay. And then the new season was July 31st. So about a year and a half-ish. Okay. Yeah. Presumably because of the pandemic. Yeah. It probably would have come out earlier, right? Yeah, but also, presumably because of the pandemic, the next season will be a lot longer longer, of a wait. Oh, I hope it's not a whole extra year or a whole extra... Well, just a question of if they started production shortly after or if they haven't even gotten anywhere with that yet. Good point. So do you think you'll uh, invest into the comic, the the graphic novel of this show? Um, Or since you love the show so much, you think you're going to invest in the comic side and see what the difference is, if any? I am slightly slightly interested in doing that. Especially knowing that it's uh, My Chemical Romance uh, singer or whatever. Yeah, I'm interested in checking it out, potentially. I'm not going to go balls deep, though. Yeah. Because I can't even commit to playing a fucking video game when I have, like, hundreds in my backlog. So I don't want to take on too many new things. We could just read it while you're playing The Witcher. Yeah. I think I probably need to focus on the game if I'm going to play it. <laughs> okay. Everyone's a critic. Yeah. Well, speaking of critics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing we watched this week, we watched with your parents. Yeah. Uh, we checked out a stand-up by Rob Schneider called Asian Mama Mexican Kids. Yeah, I <laughs> didn't even know he was doing a Netflix special. I didn't either. It um, came out August 11th, so it's fairly recent. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my parents visited this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not really the weekend. It was like, like Sunday night Sunday, Monday. to Monday, yeah. and then they were gone Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, so I was really struggling trying to find stuff to watch with them because, yeah. like, they, like, I know they watch the same few things, but, mm-hmm. like, I know that they don't like what I like. Yeah. But I don't know what to and watch. And they, like, briefly mentioned that they're watching Longmire right now, and I was like, oh, God. I have no idea what that is. watch that. Is that like Texas It's like Ranger? a Texas version of Law and Order, basically, is uh, okay. what it sounds like. I don't okay. fucking know. Uh, it's some CBS so show. So I was like, oh, Rob Schneider, the stapler. He, yeah. <laughs> he's got a Netflix special. Like, He's older. The yeah. little preview thing made it seem like it was going to be more family friendly. Right. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. Let's throw this on. It's a 45-minute <laughs> thing or something like that. It was not perfect. It was <laughs> so not at all. Yeah. Something that they would want it to listen to. It took a very fast turn into raunchy town and yeah. just just not stuff you watch with your parents. 
That's this, this is like exactly what happened whenever uh, Evie turned on the 40 year old virgin one time when my dad was there. Mm-hmm. They thought it was going to be funny. And then it turned out to be like way too <laughs> raunchy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. They didn't realize it was going to go I there. Say, I don't think there's like tits and stuff. In no, that no. It was just, just like, like, I guess, just the language. Just, yeah, the language and the like sex things. And it was just like, this is awkward to watch with your dad. Um, so yeah, same kind of situation happened here, although it wasn't as good as a 40 year old virgin. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was just, eh. I don't think it was funny at all. He, there was like a couple like he, little yeah, jokes he, that I was like, had, eh, but like not. He had a couple jokes that I'm like, oh, that's cool. But it needed a little bit of tweaking to make it really funny. Um, overall, I think he was just leaning on being able to have provocative borderline racist comments because of his like because he's ethnic like background filipino and then his wife's mexican yeah so whatever but i guess is is it racist because he's saying it yeah. i i don't know but yeah, he says it's not racist but that's none of my business yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i don't know it was weird um and then he had like these like really weird sex jokes that i don't know why <laughs> It just seemed like, wow, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, and then the weirdest thing of all, it seemed like he was, was he just doing like a like a pre-show to introduce his daughter? Yeah, that was the weirdest <laughs> part. So essentially what it ended up being, it felt like, was he did like a stand-up thing and then it turned into him introducing his daughter and then they did like a duet yeah. singing yeah. performance for like one song. Yeah. Which I assume is her song. I'm assuming. Was it a song they just picked to sing together? It didn't sound familiar to me. Anyways. Um, so my question is, was this to benefit her or him? It was clearly for her. <laughs> like, I feel like he... Because uh, uh, he's been retired for so long, right? Yeah, like, he yeah. was in the Adam Sandler movie, uh, The Wrong Missy, right? He was like that side oh. character, the shark yeah. Uh, expert. Yeah, yeah. I with, forgot uh, about that. Was missing his fingers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the cowabunga dude. Hang time. Uh, he yeah. he was funny in that. Yeah, he was. But like he was also doing his typical like far fetched character. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like El King already has um, like hit songs and stuff though. So it just to me it seemed like I didn't know who it was benefiting. I, I see, guess it's I, her. I knew she existed. I knew she had a song that was popular. Mm-hmm. X's and O's or where the fuck it is. Yeah. But that's it. I yeah. completely like, that was years ago. I don't right. I don't know her music now. Yeah. Um, but it did feel like this whole concept was just to be a stage promo for her to sing to let people go, Oh yeah, she's still around. Yeah. I'll check her out now. That's probably true. It felt very weird and out of weird. place yeah. for the comedy act to have that. Yeah. Because it wasn't like it was a joke. It wasn't like there was anything funny about what they were singing, right? It was no. just They were just... They were just singing. Having this father-daughter singing moment. Yeah. It's very strange. Like, do like a young adult musical or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh... So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna sample it. I guess did I say that already? I don't remember. I don't know, um, but I'm burning it. Okay. I think it was terrible. 
I can't see. I wanted. I wanted to say I was gonna burn it, but like I did laugh a couple of times. So I feel like I can't say I burn it. Um, I feel like I had to have laughed, but I honestly can't recall when I did. Yeah, I'm giving him the one level above burn it, mainly because of his balls to make the jokes that he did in today's society. <laughs> yeah, I'm just interested to see where that goes. You know what it could be too, is I watched the. Amy Schumer documentary, which was like about mm. her pregnancy and also prepping a Netflix special. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, stand up special. Mm-hmm. And I think seeing how much work ethic she had put into that special while being pregnant uh-huh. and like how good her jokes were, uh-huh. I think maybe subconsciously put like a standard there for me oh, of I see. what I expect. And I feel like seeing his, I was like, he definitely didn't have this constant comedy tour mm-hmm. practice 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 mold these jokes to be really good like i felt like he just threw something together yeah he just like rolled out for of netflix yeah and then oh yeah here's my daughter yeah like yeah which again it felt like it was just really about her not That's really true. about his actual comedy act yeah so i think maybe that put a damper on me enjoying it because mm-hmm. i felt like he didn't put the effort in that i felt like he could have yeah um or maybe he just sincerely thought he was really funny. I don't know. Maybe. But I thought it was terrible. And I'm going to have to say burn it. Okay. Um, like, I would have been more enjoying him just pretending to be a stapler for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Rob Schneider is the stapler. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Well, that's it. That's it for this episode. Yep. This long fucking episode. <laughs> That's it. It's so short. <laughs> um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Check us out on Facebook. We have a group named Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. You can interact with us all week long. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. We would appreciate any reviews or direct feedback so we can learn how we're doing, make some suggestions. Uh, you can even send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com to give us that suggestion or feedback or content requests. We would love to hear from you. You can also find us on dtfcast.com or follow Steven on social media. At Classy Cat Dab on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a couple leaks. <laughs> Hopefully. And I don't mean of news. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 54 of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye bye. <laughs>